Does your financial advisor take the time to really listen to you? Is your financial strategy personalized for you and your family? Will your financial advisor be there as your life and financial situation changes? When you work with Edward Jones, they focus on what's important to you. You'll work together and use an established process to create a personalized financial strategy backed by the advice, tools, and resources to help you reach your goals. And they'll partner with you to help your strategy stay on track. Visit edwardjones.com or stop by the office of Todd Nash in Coralville, Jeff Rudolph, or Scott McGill in Iowa City, or Travis Whitmore in North Liberty. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. Uh, with Mr. Suter, it's Pat Hardy from hawkfanatic.com. Well, thanks, Captain Steve. Good morning, Pat. Good morning. How are things in Pat's corner of the world today? Warm. They are warm. This looks like it could be the worst day so far. Um, I mean, it is stifling out there. Well, you got a dew point that's what seventy three. Oh, <laughs> I mean, Good ser- Lord, seriously. <laughs> well, I'll live through this heat wave and then get to cool off yeah. in Vegas next week with one hundred and thirteen degree temperatures. One hundred and fourteen. One hundred fourteen. The second day you're there. Yeah. But dew points in what the forties and fifties? Yeah, the dew points. Nothing. But still, it's still. I know it's a dry heat, but still miserable. Still damn hot. It's like walking into an oven. That's why you just stay in those air conditioned, dark, depressing casinos. They're not dark and they're not depressing to me. They're not dark. Not when I think really? of casinos, I think no, of they really aren't. I think of dim lights and despair. Oh my God! No, no. that's the one in Rock Island, <laughs> and it is. It's dim lights and despair. <laughs> oh my God! No, they're brightly no. lit. Yeah. And no, they're like Riverside. Okay. I Where, just, yeah, I mean I Riverside. Most of them like to operate in the dark and just kind of. Not, not no. really. Okay. No, yeah. it's. But I'm like I said, I don't go to casinos. Uh, you're probably better off. I've just never. Perhaps. I mean, I've been to a couple. I've just it just never really. It's not your thing. It's just not my. My mom loved them. Yeah, she loved too. the she loved the slot machine. She and loved my Vegas. mom loved them too. She loved Vegas. My dad was kind of like you guys. My dad did not like Vegas. His his idea of gambling was he'd go down, play a slot machine, win enough for a newspaper and a cigar, and he would quit. <laughs> yeah, and he'd be done for the day. <laughs> you, were, you were pissed when I. <laughs> I came to, he gave me $20 and said, go. And I came, I won like $64, and I gave him back his 20 He says, well, what are you doing now? I said, I, I won. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah. And I was just sitting down at the machine getting comfortable, had a cold drink. Yeah, you wanted to sleep. Diet Coke. Gonna Steve hit the, was ready to go. You're going to hit the casino this weekend? Um, I don't know, maybe. I mean, we got a. How many times have you been there? Since um, things open up, twice. Twice. You know, and it, but it is brightly lit, and that's the way the casinos in Vegas are. That, yeah. I don't know what the deal is in Rock Island. It, it, no, that one casino is very dark. It yeah. is. Is there despair? Well, uh, sometimes we were there on really? a Sunday, and there was people, people on oxygen tanks smoking. I'm figuring there's a lot of despair though, because casinos thrive because most people lose money, right? That's why they make yes. money. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, you gamble. It's kind of like playing baseball. You're going to, if you if you can win. I don't know, though, that most people lose everything. I'm not saying they no. lose everything, but yeah. somebody's losing money. Yeah. Well, they lose money, but when you have a lot of people losing a little bit of money. Yeah. That, yeah. I don't and think that's so. what it's more. They really thrive on the people that lose the 20 and $30. And yes, there yeah. are people that lose $20,000. Because they're but, not making a ton of money on the food and stuff. It's the gambling, right? That's where the money comes, right? Yes. No, yeah. It's not the buffet. I mean, ideally, no. they like as streams of inter- of income, they want to see all the streams be profitable. Sure. You know, the rooms and the food here. and the drinks. Here, while you're losing your ass, why don't you come in all you can eat over here? You know, so. But. Yeah. Well, well, last time I w- was in Vegas, we paid for our trip and then. So, you won. So, yeah. All I, the most amazing thing I saw was. When I one of the first casinos in the Quad Cities, and this lawyer, very well-known lawyer, advertised on TV and radio, advertised on us. Uh, he lost sixty-three thousand dollars and got out his checkbook and wrote and wrote sixty-three thousand dollars. Yes, playing what? Playing poker? Yeah, he evidently played poker. For, I mean, for like or a Black day Jack. and a half. Jesus. And it, yeah, and it got out his checkbook and. Uh, Remember the owner of the Philadelphia it, Eagles? What was his it, name? Sixty-three thousand uh, dollars. The owner of the Eagles used to have a gambling problem. He's long gone now. I mean, he was a big, wealthy, famous business. I can't remember his name though. You know, um, if you have that kind of money, if you lose $68,000, well, it doesn't matter. Yeah, he didn't care. No, Think about the money Charles Barkley supposedly yeah. has lost from gambling. You know, yeah, that was amazing. I just was going, Jesus. You know, I mean. I mean, if you're a multi-multi-millionaire, you know, losing $10,000 is, is uh, nothing. I guess. Now, what was this guy? He was a lawyer. And he was a lawyer in so, uh, Rock could, Island. So do we assume he's a multi-multi? Or are you just saying that in general? Not no. In general. He, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, no, he was very, very successful. Hello. Good morning. You know who has a big gambling problem? It's Michael Jordan. Uh-huh. Well, there's, yeah, there's, I mean, there's lots of rumors about him and, yeah, lots of stories about him playing holes of golf for like $50,000. And <laughs> I mean, you can do it if you got the money. Hey, yeah. Yeah. I also heard that Don Knotts used to have a big, not Don Knotts, Don Adams. Don Adams had a big gambling problem. Yeah, he problem. did. Would you believe? <laughs> Would you believe I lost 10 grand? <laughs> yeah. Missed it by that much. <laughs> yeah. See ya. Uh, get smart. Yeah. yeah. Not. A, I've never watched a lot of that. Well, it's, I, I did at I the I like the beginning, how he went through yeah. all the doors. That was yeah. my favorite it part got of the show. old it after a few seasons. It did, but Barbara Feldon was hot, yeah. so that's all that matters. Wasn't she ninety nine? Yeah. Yes, and and the, she is now. And, <laughs> I, think, I think she is. Now. Toto, Toto did that song about her. Wasn't ninety nine about her? I don't. I don't. I don't think so. I, don't think I, th- so. I thought. It, I thought. I thought it was, but I, I guess it's possible. I could be wrong because that was a horrible song. Ninety nine. Yeah, that was. I agree with you. Let's see. You looking it up, Captain? Uh, she's only eighty-eight. Okay, she got eleven more years. Yeah. She'll be partying like it's nineteen ninety-nine when she's ninety-nine. Eighty-eight. Wow, that's amazing. That is amazing. So, but but yeah, we're gonna have Fran on right around ten twenty. He's gonna be calling in at the sixteen thirty number, and we'll have him on for like twenty twenty-five minutes. And well, they got a real nice uh, recruit the other day. He, obviously, we can't. He, he can't it talk was, about no. that. The song ninety-nine was uh, a tribute to George Lucas's. First film, 
THX 1138. What? What's this? Uh, it takes place in the future where people live in a totalian. Jesus. Totalitarian? Yeah, totalitarian. I don't even. Well, like I said, I was not a huge George Lucas. I didn't know. I wasn't into Star Wars or anything as a kid. I enjoyed the first Star Wars because it was different and the, the visuals were great. And then after that, the second one was pretty good, but after that, they started to lose me. The third one with the damn puppets and crap, I just. I I was lost. I had no idea who anybody was. I lost the timeline, and then when they started going back and forth and stuff, you know, I, I don't even want to watch it. It came out the same time as Close Encounters, roughly, and I was way more into Close I, Encounters. I loved Close Encounters. I loved that movie. I thought that was a great movie. And, you know, it was nice to have ha- nice aliens for a change. I don't know why they always have to come down here and kill us. Well, they will. <laughs> but it'd be nice. Not necessarily. What if they came down and were really nice? You know? So, look, you guys are yeah. doing this crap all wrong here. I'm going to clean up everything. Clean well, what up if they came down and were like lazy freeloaders? Yeah. You know, just after a while, you're like, man, when are they going to leave? Just lay back, just, and eat pizza, drink they ask beer. If, they ask if they can bunker down in your basement for one. Next thing you know, they're there for a month. They're raiding the icebox. They're smoking. Crapping in your lawn. Crapping in the lawn, wherever, and, you know, stealing money. You come home and you realize your change drawer is gone because Harry the alien's taking it. I'd like. I think that'd be a better movie than just always wanting to blow us up, don't you? Yeah, yeah. That'd yeah. Be, I think that'd actually be a pretty good movie, yeah, wouldn't it? Just get the hell out of here. <laughs> that would actually be a go problem. go back. Go, go away, can, alien. We can cure all your illnesses. <laughs> yeah, okay, but get out of here. Yeah, that's great. Go. The, my neighbor's got room, and he said he can stay there for a while. Well, our illnesses are what ultimately kills him in all these movies. Yeah, yeah. that's one thing they don't. They can't handle. The dumbest movie ever, Signs. What, Signs? Yeah. That was stupid. Yeah, these are far advanced. Uh, they it, got killed by water, it, was it? Yeah. It could have been neat. Yeah. It could have been neat, and I'm always into those movies where they show you a little bit of the character that it builds up, you know, yeah. but it was stupid. The yeah. water. So they're, they're so smart that they can travel galaxies and galaxies and everything, and they come here where there's 90%, 90% water. And not only that, they decide to bug a house where the little girl is obsessed with glasses of water, so they're laying all over the place. <laughs> Hello. What if the aliens came down and started stealing bikes and stealing power from the neighbors to a well, extension course? Would, would you watch I'm, that? I, could yeah, I would watch that. That's just blending into wherever they land. <laughs> I'd watch that. That is. That's just blending into whatever. That's a good call, and it's uh, for the for the P ones of the station. Yeah, you have to know what's going on. Yes. But no, I like the idea though. Just some big green alien lounging on the couch, just scratching himself, scratching himself, freeloading, (laughs) just refusing to leave. That would that would be a good one. I think you would. I think that would be a movie. I would probably watch that movie if you get the right actors. Who would be a good person for them to be visiting? Randy Quaid. No, Randy Quaid, you could put it, he could be the alien. Yeah, he would be. Is he still running for something? Yeah. Besides sanity? Running running from sanity? The law or whatever. Well, no, isn't he running for, I thought he was going to run for California governor. With um, Uh, Randy Quaid? Yeah, look it up. Randy Quaid, run governor. Google it right now. I think it's true. I mean, I think it died out, but there was a while where that was... He would probably get some votes. Oh, sure. I, mean, I don't know that he would get elected. Uh, no, I don't think he'd get elected. I, 
But I'm sure he would probably get. To I mean, if Arnold could get elected, you never know. But mm-hmm. Arnold though is pretty smart. Uh, he is. He's not Randy Quaid. Yeah. Uh, it says uh, April 28th. Says he's seriously considering running for governor to clean up uh, corruption. Um, says corruption is rampant among prosecutors. I I wonder why. I wonder why you want to go. Why he's targeting that group? Yeah. Huh. I thought you'd find that interesting. I'm surprised you didn't know that, Captain. I'm not. Should we ask Fran about Randy Quaid? I don't pay a lot of attention to people that are uh, nuts. Their, their net worth is minus a million dollars. Yeah. No, I, one thing I want to ask Fran about, though, is like how he's going to recruit against the school. Like, well, name, we have to talk about that. Name it, I think that's one of the main things I want to talk about that. I think that's a huge problem. Captain, if you want to ask him anything about cancer, you know, research, and, you know, because he always appreciates time. I'm not sure now that things are getting back to normal. I guess I'm, I, we can ask him what events and what have you. And I know the football, Iowa football last night had their had their virtual academy, virtual academy, yeah. and I've heard it went well. Yeah, it, it went fair. I watched it. And hey, I want to say before we get going well. any further, you need to send a shout out to Ray. Sugar Ray. Sugar Ray. I mean, I survived. I made it through ten innings. Two and and it was hot as hell. Then when I finally left at 10 after 8, was in the 10th inning of the first game, as they told us we were just now starting a 40-minute lightning delay. <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of la- raised like, you know, he goes, go ahead. And he wasn't sure then if he was going to stick around. But they ended up, the game, I think it, it went in 11 or 12 innings. It went, uh, <laughs> I think it went 12. City I lost 4-3, to three, unfortunately. But then they, they did only take 15 minutes between the – but I turned the radio on last night at 10.30, and that guy was still pounding away. And I think, I mean, he's kind of like your Balbanot. It was a Balbanot sequence. It was just... I, I saw Ray this morning, and Was he, he tired? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, Molly, I guess, was maybe lightly bitter. <laughs> oh, no, she was... I mean, I had to, I mean, I, part of the... I had to leave because I had between 5 and like 8.30 or 9 o'clock budgeted. Because uh-huh. I had to go back because there's you know there was the track I have a track yeah yep. and but but that game that second game and City won eleven to nothing in five innings but he was still plugging away at ten thirty for you guys last night and I think well, that I think that's admirable he done a good job he does a good job I mean he loves it and he's dedicated he does. To, and it he just does. beat me down when I left there man I was tired my eyelids were burnt I was hurting and that was and then he stayed there for another two and a half hours after I left. Yeah, he did. We can't catch a break, though, man. City High's one strike from winning this game last night. Two to one in the seventh. First game would have been an hour and 15 minutes. Second <laughs> game would have started at 10 after seven. Two and strikes. Life would have been good for then you. A girl named Topanga Beauregard. Topanga Beauregard. I think she's named after Topanga Canyon in California. No, probably. Well, wasn't Topanga, was that? A- it's where Blind Al Wilson died. Where they found him in a yeah, but Canyon. that was I think that was a character on Boy Meets World. Was I it? Think the, okay, the, maybe the, the, the gal that was. Well, all I know is, is still smoking. All I know though is she hit a home solo home run to tie it up at two to two. So it was all Topanga's fault. It was Topanga's fault, and then it just like I said between the extra innings, and I kept driving Ray crazy. I kept saying, Ray, this is going extra innings. This game's going to go. <laughs> I say that all the time to try to have a reverse effect, uh-huh. but it never works. It always ends up doing. I mean, I was like Bonnie Reynolds last night. Every prediction I made <laughs> came true. 
And I'm like, you watch. City High is going to score one run in this inning, not two to win it. They'll score one. Sure enough, Ella Cook, who, by the way, struck out 20 batters last night. Holy cow. She hit a solo home run to tie the game back up at three, I think, in like the ninth. And boom, we were back to square one. Where, But then what was weird is this. This was basically just one cloud, that one massive cloud that came in, and it kind of broke up a little dis- and was there any rain at all? No, none. There was in Coralville, but there was none around us. But I talked to some people in Coralville, said there was rain. But the, but it literally there. Were, but all of a sudden, we're hearing kind of this sound, and I'm like Ray on the air. I'm like Ray, that's lightning or that's thunder. <laughs> He's like, no, I think it. He goes, he, I think it's feedback from the wind from the microphone. And then he we hear it again, and he looks at me. He's like, no, that's thunder. Next thing you know. You could see lightning just in this. You could see blue sky everywhere around, but just above us. The one th- cloud. And they had that led to a 40 minute. It was lightning. a big cloud. It was a big cloud, but it's still, you could see. Yeah. You could see around the entire circumference of the cloud. You could see west of it, north of it, south of it. I mean, that's weird. And, but it was enough to delay the yeah. game for 40 minutes. Yeah. They have that to. They, I heard the well, AD of course say, they have can't to. mess with lightning. No. You just can't. It Not was, with those metal bats. But we kept praising the cloud because it was blocking the sun. Without the cloud, the sun was, it was torture. I mean, it was hot. It's, how long is it going to keep in this pattern? Do we know? Uh, through next week. The hmm. whole week? Yeah. I mean, this is hot for July and August. Yes, it is. And yeah. Do you remember, remember what we kept saying in May? No. How was all the May was fifties? Oh, and with cold. all the yeah. We kept saying, "You watch, it'll and it's gone right to this." I didn't think it'd be this bad. There's no spring anymore. No, doesn't I mean seem May like we had days in May where it was in the low forties with rain. Well, and, keep filling your car with gasoline, Pat. I just did before I came here. Why? What's going on? It's global warming. Oh yeah. yeah. Climate well, I've change. Got a, whatever. It I've is. got a hybrid, so I'm. Uh, Do you guys realize they were doing? You know the Sioux Road over here? Uh-huh. They had patrol on that the other day, Monday. I'd never seen that before. Well, probably because of the uh, roundabout. Maybe they're getting more traffic. For no, I'm reason. talking about Siouxland Road right here, the one that takes you. Yeah. To, oh, yeah. trucks on there and everything. No, I imagine. I speed. Com- Luckily, when, he, when, when the officer was there, I was going about 50. So I was able to. I think you can go up to 45, right? Isn't that the. Yeah, but in the, yes. I go very seriously coming up here from Sand Road in the morning. I go no more than 35, 40 miles an hour because there's so many animals. Yeah, there are a lot of animals. Oh, yeah, in the dark. Yeah, I definitely would yeah. do that. Um, but I um, but I just it was surprised to see highway or someone doing radar there. I just didn't think they did that. But you know, it's good to know now. Like today I went 45 and 40. I didn't speed. Because he was he, his car was hidden by. I mean, he was definitely. They were definitely looking for speeders. My guess is maybe some people, the few people that live on that street, maybe they've complained too. Well, they probably yeah. have. Probably. Oh, I've seen people. Like I said, I've been guilty a few times of going being late here or something, going probably faster than I should. Oh, I've seen people going like bats, and they do on oh, this street this too. Here, unbelievable. What's a little scary about these roads, though, is you've got places where you don't have any vision because of hills. Oh, right coming out of our lane. It's, it's, yeah, no, it's... Hey, it, there's places getting out of my neighborhood that there's no vision because people grow their damn bushes and don't, don't trim them. I mean, if uh, on, uh, well, like Sandusky. Yeah. yeah. What a terrible name for a street. Sandusky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought when you were saying no vision, were you talking literally or figuratively? I, literally. Okay. I and, mean, you can't see when you try to cross... Across the street. No, that can be a problem. Yeah, they can. got their bushes, 
You know, they don't trim them. And they, yeah. I don't know why the city doesn't do so. Because they don't know. You probably need to complain. I have. Oh, you really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I turn in everybody. <laughs> I'm, I'm the business, biggest snark you're. Like if someone doesn't I shovel did. their driveway and you're, you're on Yeah. Just no, not. they didn't shovel their damn uh, the, the kids across the street. Did not shovel once, and there was no sidewalk. And I called the city, and they did nothing. See, I mean, I, I actually got caught one time, and this is literally, I can't remember what it was, but there was a stick, because I'm usually pretty good at shoveling, or my neighbors are really not, my one neighbor's mm -hmm. plows up. But there was one kind a couple winters ago, 19 maybe, where I let it go for like a day or two, and what happened is I know this guy that used to live in the neighborhood that used to walk his dog probably called, he, he's kind of like Captain, one of those guys that would relish on the idea of, bringing discomfort and <laughs> problems to somebody i think he called in on me and boom i had something on my door saying i had 24 hours and the problem is is i'd let it get to be ice so i had to go out there and chip ice but i had to do it or, or they said the city was going to do it and it was going to cost but me 200 dollars. i'm not exaggerating they did not shovel well that would be once. annoying yeah that was the only time that would I've be annoying that yeah. would be annoying i, I mean, mean it, you didn't know that there was a sidewalk and all the older people believe it or not there's older people than and, and they were all complaining. And I said, did you call the city? I don't want to get them in trouble. And I said, well, I'll get them in trouble. There you go. Problem yeah. is, though, they but, may get but revenge But they didn't do you. anything. Yeah. They never put a note on the door? And... No. You know, we called them once for noise, these kids. Yeah. And we never had noise again. Seriously. And the police showed up there at like, well, it was 2.30 in the morning. You know, yeah, that's probably that's. I mean, yeah. you're an old fuddy duddy, but still, that's pretty late. Yeah. That is pretty late. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'll get right. that. All right, back to Hawks. Back to Hawkeyes. All right. What do we got? How are that track team doing? Those track teams. They're they're doing okay. Hanging. I mean, they're they're hanging. I mean, um, it was, how did the women do? Well, let's last see, night. Got, let me. I'll tell you what. Let me call up the story. The story didn't good. get posted till like. Um, twelve thirty or so, but you know, that's when they get it done. I mean, it's just out in Oregon, the stuff goes so late. But let me see here. Let me. Um, all right, you and Captain keep talking. And what'd you have for dinner last night? Um, BLTs and cottage cheese, KFC chicken strips. I'd rather have eaten with him. Oh, I love BLTs. Oh, cottage yeah, cheese, I don't mind, but I have oh, to. I put, love BLTs. I have to put so much pepper on cottage cheese before I can eat it. If it doesn't have pepper on it, it's just disgusting. It was real good. Homemade? Real good. No. Just like Anderson. Homemade cottage cheese? How Who do does make... that? My mom used to. She used to do it for this. How do you little... do that? I'm not sure how she used to do it, but she'd do it for Isn't this. Isn't it just like spoiled milk? She'd make this old-fashioned lasagna, and she did everything oh. from scratch. But my mom was one. She didn't put She put cottage cheese in her lasagna. And, uh, that, just, that just made me ill. Freaked you out. Hello. I... Hello. You talk about hot weather, about sitting in it. What about these players? Uh, yesterday they played the... Final game of the uh, College World Series in softball down in Oklahoma in the afternoon, and they said it was 101 degree. Yeah, it was and, that. Uh, it was that year. Florida State girls, they had the pitcher had long sleeves on so that the sweat wouldn't roll down and get her fingers all wet. But the Oklahoma girl, she didn't have any. But every once in a while, she'd reach and rub her hands around in the dirt. So uh, you just keep wondering how do they play in that kind of heat. Yeah, well, you know, A, they're in real good shape. B, they're young. Well, that's true. They're and young. C, they're, they're kind of used to it. Um, I mean, the only, from my experience, the only thing I can say about, we used to play 
uh, softball a lot. And in those real hot days, you know, you just hot. You just but you play, hydrate, and you're you're good. Well, I remember when I was young and stupid, I'd go in this kind of weather and lay out all day in the sun. Mm-hmm. And you kind of wonder what's with your brains, <laughs> fried. <laughs> so you don't do a lot of sunbathing anymore. Oh heavens, no! <laughs> I hide my skin. <laughs> I don't need to show people. But back then I thought, oh, that was the thing. Lay out there until your skin all dried up and flaked off. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, you are right. What, what we did for beauty or whatever it was called. <laughs> yep. I hear you. But, well, anyway, I got my lawnmower, so I'll have to moan. But I'll have to wait till it gets a little bit cooler in the afternoon. That's good. Good for you. And now your grass is so long that it's going to clog up your mole and you're, and you're going to break it again. <laughs> no, and it, it, it'll, it'll behave. I'll make it behave. Be careful. <laughs> really be careful. I'll do it anything out there. Yeah, I, I will. If I only mow half of it one day and then half of another day, that'll be fine. Yeah. But anyway, you guys have a... Good day, and don't get overheated. Right. Yeah, thanks, Thank Karen. you, Karen. You too. Right, we'll see you. Bye. Yeah, be careful. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm not going for a walk today. I went. No. And I got man. I got the dog. I took Wopsy, but I only took her for a 20 minute. I went walk, four and a know? half yesterday, but I have never had shin, shin splints before. I got them on my right leg now, and man, they are painful. I know that uh, Lily goes outside, does her business, and she is back inside. I still see people out walking their dogs, but man, I just think this type of weather. No, and the other than the necessary little potty walking. Anything other, you know, past right now, the pavement's so hot it burns their paws. Well, I saw somebody yesterday in the peak of the day riding on one of those where they sit down on the bike Mm -hmm. and and had a dog with a leash running, and that dog was panting. (laughs) Yeah, that dog and its tail wasn't. I think that dog wanted to go home. Yeah, I know it did. Hello? The pet. Hey, have you heard of the new specialty sandwich? Okay, we're not. Is this him? Yeah. <laughs> You're not one. He ain't going away, Captain. Yeah, well, there you know, mental illness has been here a long time. He's, he's like shingles, man. He's just yeah, not going he's away. He's like shingles. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's, that's, a good, that's a good comparison to him. You didn't? Did you not know it was him at first, or did, were you giving him a chance to? I gave him one shot. You threw a you threw an olive branch to him, and he yeah. just he refuses he to it. take it, yeah. and he blew it. Yeah. So did you get the track? Oh yeah. The um, there's the story doesn't. Um, let's see. University of Iowa seniors Will Daniels and La, La, La How do we did? La, I'll just say La, 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 La Saga earned first team All America honors Thursday at the 2021 NCA. Outdoor Track and Field Championships in Eugene, Oregon. Tusaga placed sixth in the shot put, topping out, topping out at 17.29 meters. It drives me crazy that they do everything in meters. Meters, now, yeah. Right? On her second attempt, and let's see. Um, da- and then Daniels placed. Um, Daniels rec- recorded a pair of top ten efforts Thursday to secure a seventh place finish in first team All America honors in the decathlon. Nice. And then let's Very see, nice. today's a today is. Um, a busy day, it looks like. It's men, just men today, isn't it? Iowa returns to the track Friday for day three of the NCAA championships. Jalen McConico and Jamal Britt compete in the 110 hurdle finals at 7.42 p.m. Central Standard Time. 
the men's 4x400 relay that competes in the finals at 9.21 p.m. Um, and Jenny Kimbrell kicks off the first day of the heptathlon with 100-meter hurdles at 2 p.m. Okay. So, I mean... So it's both men and it's And it's late. It's, I mean, yeah. it's going to be... It is late. It, but it, it, that's, the I guess, the price you pay when you're doing it in Oregon. But in fairness, the people out west always have to adjust a lot of times yeah. east in time. But, but no, it's late. And it's just, there's a lot. My guess is you won't get final results for a lot of this stuff until really late tonight. But, yeah. I mean, it'd be nice. It'd be nice if they could score some points in this hurdle event. I mean, it's, it'd be nice if Mechanical could get in that top three. I mean, it, it, but it's not easy. I mean, no, obviously. I not. mean, Lonji got six in the shot, but I know Discus is more her thing but no i mean this is tough competition so we'll see i mean there's a i, I forgot that it's this many days of competition too it's a, i mean they really draw it out and i guess i can see that with track mm -hmm. being so demanding and when you got men and women so. yeah and you got men and women competing and so yeah there's a lot of stuff you have to get done so we shall see but that's, so i saw your article read your article on the uh, uh beer monetary uh components i, I knew it was coming out yeah. I had no, I, I didn't know for sure that they were going to release it the next morning. Yeah. But I knew it was coming out, and I had, I, I, I mean, I've been, well, it's been out there. Yeah. But I actually talked to a couple of people the, the other day. And I'm like, you know, I mean, I've had that thing written for a while. I'm like, you know, I may as well just throw this out there. And then I looked the next morning at eight o'clock. Boom, there it is. I didn't think, um, but yeah, and I don't. I mean, the pilot thing is, I get it. I do find it weird is that you're doing this pilot program, you're selling beer. To help spread awareness about drinking, I, yeah. to me it reminds me of like an all-you-can-eat restaurant donating to fight obesity. You know, it just doesn't. I thought that was a good parallel. Yeah. And to me, though, they didn't need to do that. I mean, that's great that they're giving, but I think that they really wanted to try to control the message because I feel it's almost like they feel guilty what they're. They have no reason to feel. There's nothing wrong with what there's they're doing. Nothing wrong. Nothing with wrong. an adult drinking beer. beer. And there's nothing. There's this perception lots of times with colleges, and I think it's because athletes haven't been getting their due. That any time a college figures out a way to make money, there's something sinister about it. And I don't see that at all. No. They should no. have done this a while ago. There went out, there's eight Big Ten teams doing it now. The ones who aren't doing it to me are just missing out on an opportunity. Well, it, won't, is, it won't be long. I mean, this is not going to turn into Altamont, and there's not going to be people just passed out in their own puke and urine on the part. It's just not going to be that. No. It won't have any No, and it's going to be like, you know, you're not, not going to get uh, that drunk on a $10 beer. No, that's it what actually I, has improved in other, in other stadiums. Well, I used you, kind of what you've been telling me, you as an example. You're the kind of guy that you'll still do your, you'll still have your 20 to 25 beers during your, um, <laughs> <laughs> you'll still have your alcohol intake during your, but you'll have a $20 bill, maybe a $30 to buy one or two in the stadium, right? Yeah, that's absolutely. What you, it's not like you're going to drink seven or eight beers in the stadium and drop 80 bucks. No, I want to see the game. Most I would, people won't do that. If I were to do that, I would spend my time going to the bathroom and standing in line getting beer. Exactly. No, I'm, I'm not going to do that. No, and most people won't do that. No. But if, that, if Iowa can just get a number of fans to buy one or two beers, I predicted a 16-ounce glass of either 10 or 12 bucks. You think that'll be close to that? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I, it's not going to be like a glass or a cup. Yeah, it's it's gonna be... What they do is going to be one of those aluminum bottles, and they unscrew the top. That's what so they'll do. So it's going to be something, though, that, you, that they're just going to have to have deal with that trash. And I mean, to me, it'd just be easier to give out, like, Hawkeye cups. And you pay, you know. That's you, not what they do, though. No, and they wouldn't do that with with the atmosphere with the COVID and. Stuff. Well, like what I wrote in my column, I mean, yeah, I guess there is, 
but unless you're in the stands playing quarters or sticking your fingers in somebody else's drink, how are you going to get COVID? I from, know, but you know. But we're also talking about yeah. places. I mean, remember when they used to prohibit wrestlers from shaking hands before matches? Yes. Yeah. For COVID, and then they'd yeah. go out and just drool on each other <laughs> yeah, for six. Beat the I mean, hell some of the it. stuff that we yeah. and I get it. The pandemic makes you do strange things. But. Hello. I was just going to say, heaven forbid, the, the program, the sports program that uh, supports all other, you know, sports for Iowa makes a little extra money. I'm, yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, this isn't just football. They're Precise. doing it yeah, softball, they're baseball. Doing it they're doing it everywhere. Yeah, they're doing it everywhere. But I don't have a problem with it. I don't think it sends the wrong message. So I'll, uh, boy, in Carver Hawkeye Arena, I'll go get a, a cold beer, have my, my tenderloin, and I'll be Imagine, happy as I can be. What if they would have had beer during Lick? Hell, Lick, they should have had heroin, don't you think? <laughs> Speedballs. Lick, I would have been drinking. Would you have done a speedball during Lick? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anything with speed. <laughs> Hello? I, I think the message they were trying to send is, you know, beer can wait. Graduate. Wait till you're older. Beer can wait to graduate. What? Yeah. No. I'm not following you. Explain. Yeah. Explain that. Yeah, well, setting the example, we, you know, or they don't want the kids to drink. So, if the adults are doing it, the kids are going to want to do it. Sneak it in. Well, the, the kids, kids want to do it. In, yeah, want to do it anyway. Kids want to do it. Yeah, yeah. That, that doesn't. Well, you notice they're not selling any by the student section. No, that's yeah, all. Because I mean, the kids, they, Tommy pointed out, because the kids won't walk. I know, feet. but it's all guys. It's all op. You run. It's just all optics. It's all optics. And the right. same with the thirty percent to go. Which is for, great. That's great. But it we, just doesn't make any sense. You know, we got a problem in this country where other countries don't. You can drink at sixteen in Europe. Other countries don't have this problem uh, and the rampant alcoholism because number one, if you go out and you kill somebody, that's it for driving. Uh, you know, or you get so many uh, uh, drunken drivings, you're done. That's number one. And number two, we vilify. You know, we vilify pot. We vilify beer. Uh, and it's, you know, it's like we're Puritans or something. It's, it's ridiculous. There's nothing wrong with having. I don't drink anything and I don't, uh, don't do any drugs. But there's nothing wrong with people consuming stuff responsibly and most people most people do do you know? right. there's nothing wrong with somebody getting drunk at home if they no, want. Yeah. no you know i no. mean that's, that's their own their business. business once they go outside then it becomes other that's people's yeah. business. something else but yeah no i this is not gonna like i said this is not gonna turn kinnick into no you like the altamont comparison or is that a little <laughs> yeah, strong a little, i thought it was a little strong. <laughs> a little strong it's a little hard <laughs> which one so woodstock i mean <laughs> no even that's going Monterey? Monterey <laughs> Pop Festival? Is that where we're going? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> you know, I, I think During it's... Richie Haven's performance. Hell's Angels just turned the season over against Indiana into a living hell. <laughs> you know, they'll, they'll pull the plug on it in a hurry if there's a bunch of... But there won't be. No. There won't. There's still going to be a bunch. It's going to be typical. It's not like people are going to, I'm not drinking anything until I get to the stadium. No. Most people aren't going to change their habits. No, and their response to that was to, now you can only tailgate for six hours instead of well, uh, seven. I, I, unlimited. You know, I sort of hinted at that. I'm like, uh, from a business standpoint, to me, right now, while they're desperately looking for money, I know it may not come across good from a perception standpoint but if i'm iowa i'm limiting tailgating right now you want to control the liquor sales more well, they're limiting it a little bit they, they, they and to me from a business standpoint they're in a really tough situation right now they're bleeding money 
Yeah. To me, that makes sense to yeah. do that. Okay, fans, if you want to drink, you're going to drink our stuff. You know, but they're limiting it to six hours. That's plenty. That's of not a huge. No, that's yeah. plenty. Well, of that time. isn't going to make a damn. No, what I'm saying most is if they would have limited it to like two hours, that would have made a huge. That most make a huge people difference. are in tailgating six hours. But if they limited it to two hours, people would be pounding their drinks. People would be pounding. And eventually, yeah. people. And now the other, the even bigger concern is they limit it to two hours, and they're two and two after four games. People will stop coming. Yeah. Well, yeah. When you make things really hard outside of the football thing, if the team struggles, you got problems. No, the football more than any other sport, it, that day is an event. It is an and event, it, and it yeah, it centers around football. Tell me about it. People but, spend a lot of money to come to those games, to come to the community, and they, they need to make it a positive, yeah. fun experience for the fans, or they're not going to do it because everyone's got a you know a huge TV in high definition to watch at home, yeah. and they've got to make the live experience better than what you can do at home. And, they and that's have not to. easy to do. No, it isn't. And they got to keep winning. Mm-hmm. I mean, they got to. I mean. I mean, yeah, there's been some struggles at times under Kirk, but the last two decades have been pretty steady as far as enough winning to keep fans engaged. The problem I was going to have is if they ever do hit a stretch where for five to seven years they go back to being mediocre, which it's, it's going to, you know it'll happen. It's uh-huh. not, it just history says that. It's yeah. Then how do they compete with everything? That, that's what will be interesting. So yeah. have you been following the Bo Shembla? Yeah, a little. It's tough for me with, you know, Jamie Morris played for him, and Jamie's in my, you know, I mean, it's tough. I mean, it's, it's just more of the same storyline, just mm-hmm. turning away from something that seemed really sinister, I guess, for the, for the image and winning. I, that's the best way to put it. Yeah, and you know who attacked, uh, who attacked the, his kid? Who? Jordan, Jim Jordan. Attacked him for talking about it? Uh, yeah, for uh, uh, trying to take down his father's legend because he didn't accomplish as much as his dad. And I mean, that's Here's a guy that should shut up. When it comes to abuse, this guy should shut up. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, does, he's basically saying, hey, it doesn't matter what his dad did. Um, you shouldn't say that you should keep all that stuff to yeah. yourself no matter how bad it is. I mean, I don't know if it's true or not, but why would the son lie? What's, what's his motivation? Well, he isn't lying. What's yeah. his motivation to destroy <laughs> his dad's legend? This is the nun. Yeah, and I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't get that. And Jim Jordan, I mean, with him, he just takes such an s- extreme view on everything. It's either his little fringe way or you're wrong. Well, he's, he's you know, for a man, again, Tom and I talked about it yesterday, 30 wrestlers, people that go into wrestling, those... Oh no! I wouldn't but make anything like that. That story's up gone. If it though. wasn't, he survived that. Yeah, I mean, nothing happened. Nothing came of that. No, they, they ignored it, and now he's saying to ignore this story. But I was amazed, and he's Teflon. He just thinks things just seemed to bounce off him. Those, yeah. He had those wrestlers crying in court and whatever, and it led to nothing. It's pitiful. It sucks. It really is. You know, he's got a Hawkeye connection, Jim Jordan. No, I didn't. His. Son-in-law is yeah. Jared Utah. Yeah. Oh, Jared Utah's oh, married. Oh, that's his, right. Jared Utah's married to his daughter. They met up at Wisconsin. That's right. But I um. But yeah, I did not realize that he was saying that. But that does not surprise me. But no, it's sad. I mean, I mean, here you got a, you've got Ohio State, Michigan State, 
Michigan and Penn State now all embroiled in this crap. You know, yeah. well, and why? You know, and I don't understand. You can get plenty of doctors. Yeah, I don't get it. I the pay is really good. So why? Why hang on to these? Yeah, percent? I don't know. It's a good question. Damage control, image. I mean, you you know. I don't I, know because I get you know image probably. Otherwise, it doesn't it doesn't no make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. Because it can't. If there's no financial incentive, is there? No. No. no I mean, I you're paying these doctors get paid very well. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I you know I mean very well. So I you could, you could always get a, another doctor. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. It just. It, I don't get it. But no, it's a sad story. When I read that, I'm like, oh, God, not him, too. I mean, think about it now. Bo Schimbeckler, Joe Paterno. Yeah. Two of the greatest Big Ten coaches, well, yeah. coaches of all time now. Now, do you think this is big enough with Schimbeckler to where is this in his first pair, first two sentences of his? No. Not not, unless, not yet. Not yet. Whereas Paterno, obviously, it's in the it's a very... Well, Paterno was a difference. It was a... But didn't this say that it was Joe's, reprehensible, completely didn't say, reprehensible? Didn't this say that Bo's son came home and said I was molested by the doctor, and Bo basically told him to shut up? Yeah, yeah. That's what it. That's Punched what him it in is. the chest and said. Whereas shut. Sand, Sandusky, that was children. Yes, that's right. And, and I mean young. And children. that's the difference. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, I'm not saying that. The, but what I'm saying though is if this, if there's more cases, if they can, if this story continues to grow. This yeah, sadly yeah. will be part of both. But the Michigan yeah. State, too, that doctor, the, those girls are kids, too. You know. Oh, I'm not. Yeah, it's just the. It's the male pedophilia. I mean, it's just. I don't know. It's it, it just weird. Well, I, it's all. I don't, I don't get it's it. all BS, and they should be. Well, it makes you wonder how prevalent is it on campuses? <clears throat> well,. Do we think that there's only these four instances? No, of course not. Of course not. That's what's kind of frightening about the whole thing. It is frightening. You think about how common this may be and how many people are just looking the other way. And I don't get why. I I don't get why. I don't don't get it either. I I, I don't know. I don't get it either. And and I'm not accusing. or I often get confused when I read stories about people that are afraid to go to somebody if they got... I'm telling you, had anyone ever done anything to me, the first thing I would have done is defend myself, and then I would have went to my dad. I would have just went to my dad without hesitation and just said, hey, this doctor was supposed to check me for this, and next thing you know, he's... Playing with my junk, dad. And my dad would have... Then it would have been on. But a lot of people don't do that, and I'm not sure... I don't see why. I'm not criticizing, I guess. Uh, Because you're ashamed. Because you think... See, I wouldn't have been ashamed. I'd have been pissed. Well, and I understand that, but a lot of people will like these wrestlers. They wouldn't, you know, these are tough guys and they can take anything and, and you know, and all of a well, sudden... Well, they did complain. They yeah. went to people they thought they, did. they didn't hide it. They complained. Just nothing happened. Yeah. No, I'm, I mean, it's just... I'm talking about you read so many cases where they were afraid to say something. And it's, it's sad. I mean... It, it really is, but I just... I'm afraid it's going to ruin your scholarship. It's going to ruin your... Oh, yeah, there's a lot sure. that goes into it. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, but I, that's you know. four of the Big Ten's most prominent schools that are now linked to this type well, of crap. Well, the Big Ten's got a problem then, and NCAA really has a problem. Well, lots of problems. Whole lots of problems. Name, image, and likeness. Oh, my God. When yeah. they let Penn State back that quickly, that just told me, screw it's the NCAA. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh, yeah, lovely. it's nothing about... Yeah, because you take away the sex part of it, the pedophilia part of it, and the guy was changing grades and forcing uh, professors to change to change grades, and which the professors were doing. Yes. Uh, he just but, got too big. I mean, he yeah. just got too powerful without being... Like, kind of, the NAACP. Well, he had the support the of, the, of the president. You think that's what the Board of Regents were worried that may happen with Evie? Not saying that Evie would have done anything, like, you know, allowed any of that stuff, but people with too much power that stay in the same place with that too much power, sometimes uh, that leads to trouble. Um, yeah. They the, might have been worried about the academic part. About too much, Yeah. But I, I'm certainly they never thought of the other. But no. But the academic part of what? Yeah, I mean the NCAA wasn't it to make sure that they did get an education. It wasn't just sports. Wasn't that why it was enacted? And, the and governing to keep, rules and to keep it clean. Yeah, to keep it yes. clean. Yeah, yeah, to oversee. Yeah, and now it's it's nothing like. I that. will say though, I don't think. Jerry Sandusky would have lasted long on Evie's staff. No. If Evie heard any of those, I mean, I I mean, Joe Paterno really allowed, he really turned and ignored a ton. Evie never. He just didn't, I I don't think he believed it of him. Well, I don't think he wanted to believe it. Right. I don't think he wanted to believe it. I know, I'm sure he wanted, I think they all thought Sandusky was odd. We saw, but. Um, I don't know how he couldn't believe it. No, oh, I think he knew there he was stuff going on. He lost his charity. Yeah, he lost his charity in 1978. Or, I just don't yeah. think he allowed himself to go to think about just in detail what was going well, on. I think I he kind of ignored it. Too, sure. Whereas what I'm saying is Evie, I don't think Evie or Hayden, they would, no. not, they would never oh, put up no. with that crap. I've always been pretty lucky. I mean, of course, Evie wasn't perfect and whatever, but Iowa has been pretty lucky with a lot of the head coaches from a – from that standpoint. But you'd like to think that most coaches, I mean, Paterno turned out to be, I mean, he went from being on top of the pedestal to where, to me, he's flawed in so many ways. So what uh, do you think Tom Brands would do <laughs> if his one of his wrestlers came up and said, yeah, this doctor's molesting me, coach? Yeah, I would I would like to think that he'd go and confront the doctor and say, or, or go to Gary Barta first. Well, there's a protocol, I would the, think. The, there is. I don't think he'd say, "Well, let's hey, keep it under wraps." Of course not. No, that's just as odd. What do you accomplish? No, he from wouldn't doing that? do that. No, no, it would be really ugly yes. for the doctor. But yes. I'm also thinking. I'm trying to think of a couple of Iowa wrestlers. That doctor, the moment he goes where he's not supposed to go, maybe taking a headbutt. I don't think the wrestler in that situation is more than more than. I think he has the right to defend himself. Yeah, I do too. But um, I, I but would have no problem. Don't seem with that. to do that. I mean, in the other instances, they don't seem to do that. I mean, I wonder what they do if a doctor did do that, and then like a wrestler just just beat the crap out of him. He'd probably lose. Probably his lose his scholarship. He'd have a hell of a lawsuit. It'd be interesting. But yeah, no, there's a there's a lot that goes into these kids' minds when this stuff's happening. I get it. Yeah. And but no, that Ohio State thing though, unfortunately, it looks like that's just gone. I mean, yeah. I, that that story is just old news now and uh, you know his supporters oh nothing was ever proven that's just hearsay you know the they they believe it's him BS. or they believe him over all the wrestlers yeah yeah absolutely yeah, 30 not just wrestlers but assistant coaches too but i've not spoken to jamie i'm sure he's very jamie's a huge bo schimbecker fan why wouldn't he i mean bo changed yeah. his life i mean he yeah recruited him to michigan and what have you but when i um um, I'm sure when I do talk to him next time, this will come up. It's just unfortunate. So, but well, hey, should we take? A, we yeah, got, let's take let's a little take a break. break. We got Fran in about a half an hour. Let's take a break, and we'll be back. And we'll be back. One, 
1-800-800-ROSE, your FTD florist, is the only number you need to know to send flowers anywhere in the country or Canada from anywhere in the country. 1-800-800-ROSE. It's so easy, just remember one number, 1-800-800-ROSE, your FTD florist. 1-800-800-ROSE. Remember... For a gift that your loved one will treasure for a lifetime, find it at our family-owned jewelry store in Iowa City, Pertine and Stocker Jewelers. We can show you diamond engagement rings, colored stones, fashion jewelry, and watches. Our jewelers are on site, so we can design jewelry for that special person in your life. We are Hertine and Stocker, serving Iowa City and the surrounding area for three generations. Hertine and Stocker Jewelers, downtown Iowa City, and HertineandStockerJewelers.com. As for Willa, Terry, Tim, or Kate, one of us is always there. This is Coralville City Administrator Kelly Hayworth reminding you to shop and eat locally. Now, your favorite Coralville businesses offer more options for finding what you want for your home and family. Local restaurants, bakeries, and breweries have perfected carryout and delivery. Coralville shops continue excelling in personalized service. They take pride in helping you find the perfect item or gift for any occasion. Thank you for infusing Coralville with your shopping and dining dollars. You see the same people there greeting you, and they know you. I think of my cell phone. There's not a big distinction there from family to customer. Deary Ford in Iowa City. That kind of relationship that goes deep. Taking care of you, taking care of your vehicle. It's just that growing list of friends, frankly, that uh, that's kind of been the big payoff for me. The ownership experience is going to be four or five plus years. We have to be there for you. Deary Ford in Iowa City. See why people choose them over and over again. DearyFord.com. GT Car, owner of Supel Siding and Remodeling, offers service and quality that is unmatched in the area. At Supel Siding and Remodeling, their trained professionals will install and guarantee the products used in any size job done. Regardless of the project, Supel Siding and Remodeling will stand behind their quality products and installation with exceptional customer service. Whether it's a window replacement, a kitchen remodel, or a house addition, our employees are committed to quality. Visit sales at souples.net or call 337-2246. Car won't go into gear? Call Premier. Premier Automotive in North Liberty offers full-service mechanical auto repair, in addition to being Eastern Iowa's most trusted name in auto body repair. Use Premier for all your auto repair needs, brakes, oil changes, air conditioning, diagnostics, transmissions, or preventative maintenance. Whether you hit a deer or your car won't go into gear, See Premier Automotive in North Liberty. Hi, this is Steve Anderson with Hawkeye Title and Settlement in Iowa City. Whether it's a crazy real estate market, record low interest rates, or the COVID-19 virus, we are living in unprecedented times. But know that my remarkable team at Hawkeye is literally working around the clock and in unique and adaptable ways to try to make every deal close smoothly and on time. We appreciate your understanding, patience, and flexibility as we power through this tough time. We're going to get through this together. Hey, everybody. It's Kevin here from Big Dog Satellite and Solar, your local TV expert. And I want to tell you about Dish TV. If technology, value, and customer satisfaction are important to you, then it's time to cut the cable cord once and for all. Upgrade your TV experience and start saving with Dish today. Drop by Big Dog Satellite and Solar on Blairs Ferry Road in front of Rockwell. Call 3950800 or visit us on the web at BigDogSatellite.com. We are Big Dog Satellite and Solar, your locally operated and trusted satellite TV experts. Hi, this is Steve Anderson with Hawkeye Title and Settlement in Iowa City. 
Whether it's a crazy real estate market, record low interest rates, or the COVID-19 virus, we are living in unprecedented times. But know that my remarkable team at Hawkeye is literally working around the clock and in unique and adaptable ways to try to make every deal close smoothly and on time. We appreciate your understanding, patience, and flexibility as we power through this tough time. We're going to get through this together. Hi, this is Bill Eichsring of the Oxyoke Inn. Our doors are open again. Although the way we serve you is different, we're still here and ready to welcome you. We've learned a lot about keeping you and our staff safe. What hasn't changed is our commitment of trust to you and your family. Our Oxyoke family is ready to take care of you in our four dining rooms with the same quality of food, attention to detail, and customer service you've come to trust for the past 80 years. Those values are now more important than ever. Now serving family style breakfast Saturday and Sunday with lunch, dinner, and banquets daily. Don't forget, you can still order curbside carryout and take the comforting taste of the Oxyoke home with you to share at your family's table. Visit Oxyokin.com, Instagram, or our Facebook page for menu and weekly specials. From our Oxyoke family to yours, we can't wait to see you again soon, and we'll be glad you're here at the Oxyoke Inn in the heart of Amana. The from the Hurtine and Stalker Studios in the heart of the Hawkeye Nation, this is the mighty 1630 KCJJ Iowa City. Hurtine and Stalker Jewelers, making memories, making moments. KCJJ Weather. From SevereStudios.com. Today, look at your forecast. I'm meteorologist Ashley O'Connor. Mainly sunny today with a few storms possible this afternoon. It will be hot with high temps headed for the low 90s. Cloudy tonight with scattered showers and thunderstorms possible. Lows will fall to the low 70s. Mainly sunny and breezy tomorrow with highs in the upper 80s. Lots of sunshine on Sunday. Hot again with highs in the low 90s. The heat will continue on Monday with sunshine and a high temp near 93. That's weather on the mighty 1630 KCJJ. Currently, it's 85. Hawkfanatic.com. Yeah. It's back. It's back. We're back. Yeah. Um, All of us. You know, you were saying there's no shows, uh, mm. but there is, uh, you can see Sweet. You can see the band Sweet in Vegas. What's their song? Does that hold your No. Love is like oxygen. Oh, yeah, well, I'm not going to see that. No, I said there aren't very many shows. They're, they haven't geared up the Cirque du Soleil ones. And, they, too much. and there's no um, like the, Gwen Stefani until later or Bruno Mars until later. The, the, the get, new hee-haw. Love is, isn't that when you get too much, you get too high, you, get, you don't get enough, you're going to die? Isn't that love? is like Love is I like oxygen. I think that's the song. Yeah, that's bad. No, I wouldn't see them. Under okay, penalty sweet of death. Or, sweet or 10cc? Probably 10cc, I guess. Blue Man Group? Uh, pass. They're old news. How about Red Panda? I don't know what that is. You don't know what Red Panda is? No. I have no know what Red the Panda is. The lady on the unicycle who puts all the plates on her head? Oh, I've <laughs> seen her at the halftime <laughs> at basketball. Yeah, she's incredible. She puts plates yeah, on her head. Yeah, why didn't she go see that? <laughs> Where the... The woman puts plates on her. Yeah, yeah. The Blue Man Group. I have <laughs> less interest than none. In. Is Tom Jones still alive? Yeah. Is, yeah. Did you go see a Tom Jones concert? No. No. Yeah, that's not unusual for Suter. <laughs> I mean, I would go see Bruno Mars if if he were there. I would uh, 
see uh, Gwen Stefani. Um, there are a lot of people I would no, see if they were there, but they're not. Nobody there. Uh-uh. There really isn't. Would you go see Roger Waters if he was there? No. no. I think it'd be funny if you and Ann went there, both a little <laughs> drunk and just front row and just pimped him the whole time. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'd I'll break. pass on that. Don't you think that'd be funny, Captain? <laughs> no, I'll pass. The Liquid Drag Brunch. Pass. Is that a band? No. It's people in drag having brunch. Um, Why is that an act? A good question. <laughs> I don't know, but it's a good right. question. <laughs> I mean, what are you watching them eating? <laughs> I guess. I don't get that I, one. No. Uh, yeah, I, I don't either, but that's what it that's what it says here on what's going on. What hotel are you staying at? Rio. Okay. It's where Penn and Teller are, and I'm not interested in that oh, they're either. annoying. No, yeah. Jesus. They're also, what, 40 years ago? May as well watch. Uh, I don't know, what? but they've been there every time we've stayed at Rio over the last 15 years. Yes. I don't have three tickets. Opening for Richard Klein, who can't stop his leg. Is that, uh, isn't that uh, who the guy who couldn't stop his leg? I don't know. Wasn't that Richard Klein? I don't know. That was his big comic gimmick, I, I thought. Hello? Now, good morning. Well, I'd like to say that the lady with the plates on her head, that was. Uh, Every Sunday night on Ed Sullivan, uh, don't uh, don't sell that stuff short. It captured America with those acts. That's a good point. <laughs> and then the, 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 some guy had the plates on a stick, and they'd get down to about nothing. He'd run down and shake the stick. The plates would go. That was uh, well, we were all about into that. That was entertainment for us. Yeah. Things have changed, Rex. So yeah, like, a lot. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah, I'm Red trying Panthers. to think of this for the better. You're probably beating this to bush, and I haven't been uh, able to listen this morning, but. Uh, you know, they used to take uh, alcohol away from us in the parking lot, and now they're going to sell it to us, so uh, things change. <laughs> they do. <laughs> they do, they do. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Anyhow, uh, I'm, looking, I, I'm looking forward to seeing some Ed and reruns so I can see the all those guys from Bulgaria, but the, the, the flying Walendo brothers standing on each other's head, you know, and stuff like that. That was a... That was a highlight of the week. Though. Actually, I did enjoy that <laughs> stuff, but yeah, I wouldn't. I don't want to see it. <laughs> Take care, you guys. Have a hot one. Thanks, man. So, okay, I was looking. What kind of wine will they sell there? I mean, what? What kind? You mean what varietal? Yeah, what will be the wine selection at the sporting events? Oh, they'll probably have a, a Chardonnay. They'll will they pro- offer warm and cold? You use. Um, well, the white wine will be cold. And what will they serve the wine in? Same type of... That's, a- that I don't know. That's that's a good question. Um, Imagine people walking around with like wine glasses in the stadium. <laughs> I think they'll have the same kind of bottles. Yeah, it could be. And you think they'll all be sealed because of COVID? No, they won't be no, sealed. No, they'll... they'll- well, open they'll them. open the seal. So they they open, they'll so people... be sealed until they serve it. Yes. yes. Yeah, it's not like they're going <clears> to... <throat> no. You, you don't think they're going to be... You know, lots of places you'll see them fill like 10, 15 beers and put them on the counter. No. And then people come up and you give them, you know, nope. because of COVID. I don't know, but they, that's not how they're... I don't think it has anything to do with COVID. No, it's I don't think it's not how they do it. No, they're already prepackaged, and they buy them, and it's easier to store and, and you know, have and big, refrigerate. Big tubs of... Uh, uh, aluminum cans they're easy to yeah. keep cold and um Recycle. you don't have to change kegs and there'll be a lot to clean up and uh, yeah they'll but have so would cups because most people probably yeah. wouldn't take i mean although if you bought like a hawkeye cup beer wouldn't a lot of those people take those home with them they might 
They might. Well, like I said, I don't think... I, I could be wrong. It's just the ones I've been to, that's not how they do it. I don't think it's going to be a big deal. I don't think it's going to change things. I think it's going to just be a... And it may not be a revenue source right to begin with. I mean, you know, they got to... Oh, I think it will oh, be. Yeah. Well, I had a couple of people from the university who worked for, reached out and said that... And they showed me data, like of the eight, seven other Big Ten schools, five of them didn't make any money until the third year. And they explained why... And so, I mean, like I said, I had never, and he showed me this data, and it was legitimate. I was it what what schools didn't did not um, make money? Well, and is it related to the size of the crowd? It's related to initial purchases of licensing and stuff, uh-huh. expenses that you won't have as you keep going. Is mm-hmm. what is kind of how I would explain it. I, I, I so the startup, yes, yeah, kind of startup cost. Yeah. Okay, and um, and I hadn't even thought about that. But my and this isn't some and probably and insurance. I think that was a big part of it too. Yeah. But this oh, isn't some this is, isn't yeah. some million. They're not going to make millions of dollars. But they could, if they play their cards right, maybe make a half a million dollars in beer sales yeah. revenue. That's yeah. you know that that all adds up. No, that's a lot of money. I mean, right now they're looking for any type of revenue streams they can, and it's going to be interesting to see. You know, you can be, get beer at Banks Field now. Yeah. I wonder how do you think that'll affect attendance positively? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if all of a sudden there's just going to be a bunch of drunks in the crowd. Just, I, I don't see it being that big of a deal. I mean, I, I don't see people deciding, oh, I'm going to get season tickets to Iowa baseball because so I can drink. The, no, I agree. I don't think that will happen. Maybe I'm naive. I just don't think that will happen. Well, I don't think that, that but it's, uh, it it's certainly, that. it's another, you know, to, to me, it's another perk. Yeah. It's the experience, okay? Yeah. Uh, like we went to the Colonels a couple weeks ago. Had a couple of beers uh, in during the game, and that was it. Mm-hmm. How much were they? Maybe six and a half dollars. For how big of a glass? Do you remember? Was it a glass or was it a can? Or um, I think we got. I can't remember. I think we got plastic cups. Okay. I think. Okay. No, we didn't. They were the aluminum things. Now, when you were at the, they Rose, were aluminum. What did you get at the Rose Bowl? Were they cups? Um, you got screwed. Um, we all did. Yes, they were cups at the Rose Bowl. Yes. And they, were, were, how, were they like 15 bucks? Or Thir- 13. <laughs> For how many ounces? 16, I think. Okay, see, I keep saying Iowa. It could need, have been 20. They, most, no, 20. Most of these places, it's gonna not going to be an, a, an ounce for a dollar for every ounce, but it's not. It's going to be about 70 cents for every ounce. Yeah. That's how gonna, you got to do it. It's going to be enough. And, um, the water hot dogs at, at Kinnick. Everything's overpriced. I seven fifty. I don't know. Like I haven't I bought a hot dog at Kinnick in th- thirty years. I think they were seven fifty. I got the biggest damn kick uh, when we had that terrible heat wave, and they said, "Okay, we're going to uh, you know sell you the water at a dollar or something." Yeah. And you know, and usually the water was like three. Yeah. And then uh, the next week it was even hotter, and they raised the price to five dollars. <laughs> Yeah. But every, I mean, every <laughs> item in the concession stand for Iowa sports is overpriced. So, like I well, said, for sure. alcohol, well, why be for different? Sure. Yeah. To me, alcohol should be the thing that they try to make the most money on if you're going to offer it. I mean, that's a big perk. And I had a couple of people reach out to me yesterday saying it's just bad timing because of the COVID. This is happening because of COVID. Yeah. I think COVID sped this up a year or two. I don't know if this uh, would have happened. Well, you can get beer now. Can't you get beer at the theaters? You can get a beer at the theaters. Yeah, yeah. but like I said, yes. though, I don't and think it sends the wrong message. Yeah. I just, it's no. just they're just joining the club and they're trying to figure out. Well, they're know. trying to compete with the experience at home because watching a football game at home, I mean, it's only watching TV. It's not being at the event. Mm-hmm. It's watching TV, but it's still, you know, 
watching a game, having a cold beer and a sandwich at home, it there's, there's ain't a, a bad experience. There's a lot to that. That there is. And you're going to go to Mar- you're going to do the Maryland game, right? Is that, are you That's our plan. Yeah. Is that the one road game you're going to go to? Well, we'll go to Wisconsin too. How about Ames? N- never. N- never. Again. Uh. Uh-uh. Yeah, it's a long. Ames is a long. Tr- it's a long trip. It's just that I'm not ever going to do it again. After the experience we had there, it was it was not good. When that was 2005. Yes. Yeah, that was the the game itself was bad too. Ugh, it was. Iowa didn't fire a shot that. No, day. we didn't. Did not fire a shot, but. It's going to be a tough game. Like I said, these yes, first, it is. The first two games of season, to me, are fascinating. They're going to tell a lot. We're going to know a lot about Indiana, Iowa State, and Iowa after two weeks. And uh, if we go one and one, I sure as hell hope we beat Indiana. That's the one I want. That's what you should want. Of course. That's what you should want, yeah. I mean, the lost Iowa State really is. bragging rights, and that's all it bragging is. Bragging rights and could do some positioning later on yeah. if you're in the running for something. But, no, you want you want to – Get that Big Ten win over anything. Absolutely. And this would be a year where losing to Iowa State won't be a huge blow to your right. It won't be that negative black because they're good. Mark because they're yeah. They're I mean, at least they're team. good. They're they're good on paper. They're going to be a ranked team and what have you. So it will be like I said. I I am looking forward to those first two games. I mean that's. So I've been seeing more and more that they're favoring uh, in the West for next year. Iowa and Wisconsin, which is. is Kind of typical. Kind of standard. Yeah. But I don't think... Though Northwestern's gotten two of the last three, haven't they? Yeah, I don't think Wisconsin... I'm starting to see a little... There's some cracks. Little cracks. Barry's going to be gone from the day-to-day operation. And I'm beginning to wonder if maybe Wisconsin's going to start to plateau a little bit. I I think maybe we saw it last year. Yeah, I think you did see the team. Now they were injured and COVID and whatever, but... But no, they were. They just weren't as good. They didn't have that star featured running back, mediocre quarterback. It's going to be interesting to see what they do this year. Yeah, uh, it is uh, 102 outside as far as uh, how it feels. It's 91 actual. Yeah, this is pretty mm-hmm. extreme. This I mean, is for for June. Yeah, this is it is. Point, yeah. Do point seventy one. Uh, if you go outside, you, you park anywhere. Will you please look around you? Check the other cars. Make sure there's not a child or a pet left in the car, even if the car is running, because the new cars are on timers and they do shut off. Uh, and any car in this humidity and this heat uh, can shut off. So call the police immediately. Don't yeah. hesitate and stay uh, watch of that vehicle. You can do it from a distance if you you know you don't want to confront somebody. But, but watch the vehicle, and if you see that the child or the dog is in distress, do what you got to do to get them out of distress. It, so. To me, this is the kind of weather, other than to go out and go potty, your dogs don't need to be outside. Yeah. I bet Scratch the Cat's not yeah. outside today. No. And I mean, Wapsie was fine at 7.15 this Yeah, and morning. you went a couple blocks, right? Yeah. It's not well, like a you're... little farther than that, but not much. <laughs> yeah, it was 20 minutes. Yeah, and I'm sure Jan took... Lily out at seven, you know, for, you know, but, um, yeah. And you check on, if you got seniors in the neighborhood other than me, leave me alone, but check, <laughs> check on, you know, seniors and make sure they're okay. You know, well, make well, sure know the that the air conditioning's I, working and they're okay. I know the last two times I walked by Scratch's house, he was not outside. You assume it's because he's just not going out in the I weather? assume that it's too hot they, for Scratch. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, Lily, like I say, Lily goes out, does her business, and she's boom right back at the door, wanting in. But every once in a while, I'll look out and, like, in the middle of the afternoon, see somebody running with her. I'm like, ah, I worry. No, it's no. This is bad. And dogs are they'll do they'll they'll exercise sometimes, run until they drop. I mean, I remember when I overheated my buddy on a walk way back in 2003. Thank God there was a cold stream there. I was able to submerge his body, but. It was stupid on my part, but dogs trust you. They'll just keep going. Yeah, we um, were walking Wapsie, I don't know if it was last year or the year before, but at uh, Terry Trueblood, and it was one of those really, really super hot days. And, man, she went down, and she made us let her into the lake. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, she let us know that, hey, this is, I'm not doing Enough. well. Yeah. I'm not doing well. Oh, I got a scratch in my throat. Well, that to... isn't good, Pat. No, it's not. I may have to go get it. I'm gonna have to get a drink of water. You guys, I mean, you we know, can talk about can talk. whatever. Did you finish we want. what you had for dinner last night? I don't think you did. Finished my BLT and, and Captain, uh, what you have? I had chicken strip. Oh, that's right, you did. You had. <laughs> so that's what you got, KFC. You didn't get any of the original chicken. You just got yeah, the strips. No, they're extra crispy chicken strips. But you didn't get like any of the the bone in meat. No, right, I generally that. get uh, when I go there. Get extra crispy. Yeah, right. But, yeah. but I mean, yeah, they, they've got. Is this a new product? I never got chicken strips there before. Oh, they well, they've good. had chicken strips for years. Oh, I know that, but good. I mean, I've never got extra before. crispy strips. Yeah, because they're mm-hmm. advertising it like it's brand new. It might be, and I couldn't believe it how fast it was because usually it isn't. Yeah, but I went through pretty ah, fast. That's what I need. They were real nice. Yeah. Yeah. Is it hot in here? No. It's just me Look, See, I'm like Molly. Molly looks at the, the temperature has never been right on this weather station for indoors. Uh-huh. And it isn't the sun shining on it or anything because it just I come right. in in the morning. It's just not right. It's always hot, you know. And then she'll look at it and go, oh, my God, you know, and turn down the thermostat. <laughs> What's the high supposed to be today, like 95? Uh, uh, it says low 90s with heat indices. Well, it's already in low 90s. Uh, yeah. See, this is hot enough <laughs> to where... 91. They, is there a heat index advisory or anything? Is there a heat he, advisory? Yeah. Okay. I mean, a lot of times... But it get, says heat index up to 99, and it's already... Right now, it's 102. I mean, a lot of times when it gets this warm, they even tell you don't exercise. Don't even... It's not no. smart to do anything. But sit in the air conditioning. And yeah, sit in the air conditioning and have a bag of chips. Sounds good. Yeah. I, I like hope, chips. I hope Gary Growwinkle's air conditioning is fixed down in Mesa. I do, too. That was a good uh, chat with Gary. That, that was, was that was real good. Yeah, I had actually had some nice feedback from that. That was Good. That was, and I think he enjoyed it, too. I think You could tell. You could tell. Yeah. I think he appreciated the fact that we appreciate him. And, I mean, great story. I mean, I mean, guy won two Rose Bowls. Yeah. And like we said, there's not many of them left. No, they're not. You got to embrace them while we still can. That used to always bug me when uh, the Quad City Blues Fest would promote artists that were like, you know, and get them while you, you know, yeah, yeah, see them, get them while they're still alive. <laughs> yeah, that always used to yeah. bother me. Before God needs another guitarist. <laughs> yeah. Hello. <laughs> Seem to be out of sports things to talk about. 
I got a <laughs> captain. I got an idea for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm somewhat of a media consultant. <laughs> all these other stations got. <laughs> you know, I am. <laughs> they all got two for Tuesdays. <laughs> How about you do <laughs> one for Wednesdays? <laughs> One for Wednesdays. You get it? Yeah. Got, got it. I got it. <laughs> I'll give you that one for free. <laughs> no charge. Thank you. Okay. These are your people, Hardy. No. Yeah. No, these yeah. are yours. I like the, He laughs a lot. In he does. Yeah. A lot of laughing. And we need don't, we need more laughter. Ah, that's ninety two and one hundred and four. <laughs> Jesus. And what time is it? Ten fifteen. And the arrow for the temperature is pointing up. Yeah, yeah. That's not good. Yeah. Well, be it'll be fun to talk to a friend. He's always good to yeah. talk to, because you, we're not going to have a hundred questions. No, and we you I, know because he's thorough and in I his like, responses. You know, you can ask if you want. You can ask him about Wees Camp. You know what? You can, I mean, I'm not. I mean, he can talk about Joe, but sure he can. Um, it's weird. His name is not on the updated roster on the website, but I, I don't know if we necessarily need to ask him about that. But I, I well, I, but the, I the, I think that says something, doesn't well, it? Well, I've been told that once they enter the draft process, they take their name off the roster, and but I don't know. I mean, it, yep. it, the last time I looked, it was not on there. Hmm. And but um, but the name, image, and likeness thing is just now that it, you guys did say for sure that Nebraska and Illinois have both passed it, right? Yes. I mean that's significant. I'm sure. I no, mean that's, it's significant. I think there's what is it, ten states that have passed yeah. it for sure. And did you hear Mark Few, the Gonzaga coach, had some really interesting things he said to the legislature, to the politicians? It just said he goes. He says we all got to have this be under the same umbrella. Absolutely. Or this thing is going to change basketball. I'm sure Fran's going to say this. It's either going to be it's either got to be all or nothing. Don't you agree? Yeah. You just can't have certain states being able to tell recruits. Yeah, you go to Iowa, you won't be able to sell your name. But that's what's happening I know. right now. And starting July 1st, there's uh, a number of schools that are are opening it up for that already. I know. And it was down at SEC. I think was it uh, Georgia. I believe so. That uh, there's a, uh, I don't know if it's a clothing line, a line of sports clothing, or if it's, uh, you know, athletic shoes. But there's a guy who's going to be offering specific players for Georgia of their. Uh, and see, I and you know Nebraska. Think about what Nebraska if yeah. they ever get good in football again. Yeah. Think about what they're going to be able to do with name, image, and likeness. And it's uh, not going to be a, a level playing field at all to start with. No, no. it's, it's not. Have, it's not good. Either all of them or nothing. Yeah, no, I and I think that's what. And that's the NCAA's got to. But they, they've left it up to the states. Well, you can't. Well, but they have. I know. You, I'm just saying. <laughs> then and what? I'm not, then what are they good for? And I, well, and absolutely. Plus, what's so nothing. weird is the things that they choose to meddle in. And what they yeah. choose to involve themselves in, and now with this, they just ignore it, or just act like it's out of their jurisdiction. It and just, just say it's up to the states. Yeah, it's not right, and it's not good. But it's like I it's said, cowards. It's, it's going to be interesting when we're covering some recruit who says, "Well, I I really liked Iowa, but I'm going to go to Nebraska so I can make some money. Make some money. I mean, that could happen. 
It now, will happen. I mean, football and men's basketball mostly. I'm not sure if it's going to be a huge thing with um, some of the other sports, but it could. I mean, they could lose a wrestler. I mean, you just never know. Well, and I you, would think any athlete that, you know, I mean, you know, you got an ego and everything, and you think you're going to be great. Yeah. And so, no, I think it would affect baseball, and I think it would affect everything. Well, what's it... Uh, What's going to stop uh, some team from call, you know, calling up Caitlin Clark and offering her five hundred thousand uh, dollars in uh, endorsements to, to transfer? To, to transfer. What's to stop that? Yeah, no, I mean that's what's out there, and we'll see what Fran says to that. I don't think there's hardly. I mean, with all the tampering going on with the transfer portal right now, I mean, I think this thing's just is if they do it state by state. To me, it's just going to lead to and then the schools that don't have name image and likeness some schools may try to figure out ways to cheat to make up for it you know to mm. me it's just asking for trouble in so many different areas and it does i have a question and i apologize if you covered it i've been busy working on something else but why do the states need to pass something if it's an ncaa rule i mean you can't go to jail if you get paid to do something right the, when you say it's an NCAA rule, the NCAA has washed their hands of it yeah. and saying okay. this, it's up to the states. Well, why can't you just pay Jordan Bohannon to promote something right now? Because Iowa, Iowa hasn't approved the name, image, and likeness. The, why does yeah. Iowa need to approve it? Oh, because it's up to the state yeah, to, to the decide. State. It's to not decide. up to the... It has to go through the proper... The NCAA has said... It's up to the states. We're not. So, Tommy, involved. you're wondering why politics has to be involved with it at all, right? Is it free business? Why not just do it? Yeah, I don't get that. I kind of am confused by that, too. Why does politics. I mean, you're not going to throw Jordan Bohannon in jail if he signs a contract with a car company or something. No, but the car company would get fined, so I would then, think. What? Well, it's against NCAA rules to well, do that, it's for not one. Anymore. Well, no, because the name image like, likeness is under a different umbrella. The okay. NCAA, I mean, if you flaunt it like that, and I mean, the NCAA still has their rules in place for amateur athletics. Okay. But they've been so basically. You're saying that the but they will be supplanted by the. the yes. The NCAA has right. also been okay. willing to say, yes. hey, but if you pass name, image, and likeness, we're willing to waive our rules. The That's NCAA correct. is helpless if the state says you can do it. That's correct. Ah. It supersedes. Now, it supersedes their sense. authority. Yes, and they've allowed. It didn't necessarily have to. They no, they. Been, uh, you know, that's right. Like you said, they kind of washed their hands of this, they and I did. was surprised. That they, I would argue that a school like Iowa would benefit more if the state passed it, because if you're going to like, of let's course, say, um, give me like like Minnesota. Well, why wouldn't you get one of the twins or one of the Timberwolves to do your promotion instead of somebody from the college? But in Iowa, you're the biggest athlete in the state. For, for oh, sure. without question. Yeah. There's more with, money, I think. Yeah, for sure. Well, you yeah. don't think Nebraska's not thinking the same thing. Absolutely. Well, who's stopping the state from doing this? Why isn't Iowa doing this? Because the politicians do. voted it down. And it's not, this isn't a, this isn't a partisan, I mean, isn't both Democrats and Republicans have voted it down, or is this more one party or the other? Well, in Iowa, it was Republicans voted it down. And all the Democrats were for it? They, I don't know if all of them were, but it, it was voted down, and, what and was, it's a Republican legislature. What was the Republicans' reasons? What did they say? I don't know. 
that they're getting a scholarship. They uh, that's they're already getting paid. So that's see, yeah. The, I mean, there were some Democrats that voted it down, but the majority of Democrats supported it. supported yes. it, and uh, all of the Republicans but one, and I don't remember which one, but all the Republicans but one voted it down. Well, and I don't remember which one voted. Okay, in the other, in the states that have approved it so far, and I saw a list, but I can't remember, but I know at least seven of them were SEC schools and were uh, red states, traditionally red yeah. states, mostly. So why is it more of a, I don't, why is this split down political lines? I don't get it. It's, everything is, I don't know. Yeah, everything is. I don't know why. Interesting. I Like I said, I... Um, it, it makes me wonder if lots of times the Republicans are always, they claim they're against free handout. You think this is another where they think, well, they got enough already. Why? Should... Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's what they, For sure. that's what, that's what they said. But yet most of the red, the red States are passing the name image likeness thing. I mean, the SEC yes. is mostly red States. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, so that goes contrary to what we just said. Yeah. But that's what happened here. Yeah. It is what happened here. And the governor did not want, the governor, no. uh, not her specifically, but her spokesperson, uh, when they explained why she was against it, is because they're already getting an education, a fine Iowa education, and that's enough. Unquote. You know, the other thing, too, is if this, if this setup stays this way and some states have it, it's going to be hard for Iowa to hire coaches. In yeah, yeah. A coach is going to use that as, a, uh, do I want to go well, to a, a state where there's, I can't recruit with name, image, and likeness? I mean, Mark Few said it exactly. We've got to be on a level playing well, field. you got that going on, but you also got, you know, I was fighting over tenure. The legislature wants to eliminate tenure. There's a lot of things going against yeah. Iowa in all fields. Hello. Hey, guys. Hey, hey Pat. How you doing? It's uh, actually Pat. It's Jeff Sweater. Hey, I got a question for you, Pat. Um what, how are you going to stop a high school senior who's really good and you get a car dealership like in Iowa City says, hey, uh, H, you know, like this and all that, we'll give you this $70,000 pickup truck and you just come give us a couple commercials a year or a year or one a year or something well, like that. What's to stop them from gotta, doing that? The, well, the yeah. fact that it's illegal. Right? Yes, it's, it's illegal. illegal. Yeah, I got to keep the law. Yeah, we. I, but no, Jeff. I'll, I, but no. Um, thanks for calling. Jeff's a loyal listener. It's illegal. I mean, yeah. until they pass legislation, you can't do that. That's right. You can't legally do that. Whereas in Nebraska, exactly. now you can. Yeah, I just he was supposed to. Whitesell said it would be sometime between ten twenty and ten twenty five. Well, I and think. I yeah. So and I, I just sent Matt a open. hey, we're ready for yeah. Fran to call. So yeah. we'll just you know we'll just. Uh, but um. Um. Yeah, that's the only that's the only answer there is. You can't do it because it hasn't it's been approved just, by legislation. Yeah, yeah, it's not. Uh, it ain't good. Well, it isn't going to happen. I mean, this year. No, no, this year is is screwed. It's already and, been decided. Um, so I mean, it's yeah, and that's going to carry on to the next year. Uh, well, already recruiting for the next yeah. year, it's uh, it's already changed the playing field. Yeah, completely. And it'll put. Uh, I mean, it'll give uh, Georgia a leg up. It'll, um, I mean, it'll give everybody who has it until it's a level playing field a level uh, leg up. And even so, probably the rich get richer, you know. Oh, without question. Yeah, oh, yeah. and then you and combine, ultimately, combine that with our, you know, 
especially winters. I mean, we got a lot going against us. Yeah, you know, it's, already. it's like when people go get rid of this coach or get rid of that coach. We're not, you know, we're not uh, Auburn or, you know, what we're not. Well, I think the Blue Bloods. I mean, I think we do pretty good for what we go, go especially what we got going against us. Uh, I agree. And th- this is just as dangerous, and it really is dangerous for the school this, that they want to take away tenure. Why would anybody come to the school uh, to teach? Well, I think the Blue Bloods will really be, I mean, think about your name with like Carolina Blue. Mm-hmm. From basketball, yeah. pure basketball. I mean, that's that's going to be something they're going to really be able to push, and they're going to have a big advantage. Yeah. And but the NCAA knew this was going to happen, and yet they just—I don't know if they—it's almost like they just buried their head in the sand, which they always do. Except for, I mean, then little little petty cases. They well, like Kutcher, somebody using, yeah, Ashton Kutcher runs into uh, Adam Woodbury know. and Mike Gazelle, and they take a photo, yeah. and that's a violation. Or remember the girl yeah. who washed her bike. Yeah, with university water, and yeah. she ended up getting suspended or something. <laughs> yeah, I it mean, just doesn't make just sense. Just some of the battles they choose to fight to me are confusing. I know. Hello. Hey guys. Is this Fran? Yep. Hey Fran. Hey. Good, oh, go good, ahead, Tom. Good morning, Coach. We are right in the middle of a discussion about the name, image, likeness. Uh, this thing and how uh, a level playing field needs to be uh, needs to get there real fast. Okay, how is the name image likeness going to change everything? Well, I think the the easiest answer to that question is nobody knows. Mm-hmm. Uh, but your assumption is one hundred percent correct that it will change everything. It's not supposed to become part of the recruiting process, but it will. Uh, it will essentially make you know student athletes professionals. Which, when you're participating as a student athlete in a in a million dollar entity, excuse me, billion dollar entity, it's only fair that they should share in the profit. So I'm thankful that they're going to have the opportunity to do that uh, because I think it could also be step one to pay for play, which would be in addition to name, image, and likeness. But right now we're only dealing with name, image, and likeness because that is what we expect on the horizon uh, come July 1st. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I never thought I'd see the day where institutions would hire a company that will educate our student-athletes on how to market themselves and develop their brand, which, quite honestly, I think we would all agree that they should have been able to do that. They should be able to do that. They should have been able to do that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Everybody agrees, but the holdup has been, okay, in practicality, how is it going to work? And... Will it, uh, you know, have unintended consequences? I think anytime you have a rule that's, as you pointed out, is game changing, you're going to have unintended consequences, and sometimes unintended consequences are more negative than the positive consequences from the intent of the rule. So I think what will happen is we will we will stumble into this and do the best we can to manage it. 
Uh, we're hopeful that the student athletes can can benefit. Will it? Okay, this might be one intended unintended consequence. Will it uh, create a situation where the student athletes like, look, I love you guys, it's great, but yes, I can make yes. more money over there. Yep. yep. And the transfer rules just allowed me to do that because initially the, the the transfer rule was supposed to be a one-time exception, except that you can then grad transfer, so that makes it twice, and that they are still accepting waivers, waiver requests. So now you're going to essentially promote lying. Uh, I'm leaving for this reason. I didn't feel safe. I didn't you know, something went wrong. And, and you're going to put all this pressure on the, the waiver committee of the NCAA to grant waivers because all of the waivers have been granted essentially for the last 18 months. <laughs> so now do we expect them to stop granting all the waivers? And do you put pressure on the kids to come up with a story so that their waiver is accepted? So now you'll have guys playing in three schools. I mean, you have players now that have actually played in five or six different schools. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's a, it's a completely new landscape. It's not what we remember, you know. As a fan, you know, you you watch the kids come in, you watch them grow up, you watch yep. them compete. They're yep. not playing, then they're playing, then they're pretty good players, then they're all league players, or they're not as good, and somebody else comes in and beats them out. Uh, now I think you'll just have you know guys get beat out. I think there'll be more guys leaving because they can. Uh, you know, I, I've been really impressed with our group. You know, we've, we've got a very competitive team. We've got 13 or 14 really good players, and uh, they go at it every day, and that's how they get better. They make each other better. They get better themselves. And, you know, they're competing, but they still love each other, and that's that's what you want. Uh, but it's, it's, it's all going to be different. And as I've said many times, you know, when things change, whether whether it's my business or your business, any other business, we adapt. Mm-hmm. We adapt to the rule changes, and, and we make the best of it. Fran, it seems like the only way this can work fairly is if it's all or nothing. I mean, like, Illinois has passed legislation. Nebraska has passed a legislation. Iowa hasn't. Doesn't that put you at a recruiting disadvantage? What well, would, but I, I really think there's going to be some type of blanket. Okay, ruling uh because you're right you can't function as an ncaa organization where there's different rules for different exactly members you can't so i i think that is where the pressure is coming from whether it be at the congressional level or at the ncaa level or in your state on your campus uh the reality is guys NIL is coming. Yeah, sure. It's coming. Sure. Okay, so now, rather than debate it, I think you have to embrace it, and you have to try to make it work. And there's times when you're going to say, boy, that's that's not right. That shouldn't have happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know what? It did, and we'll deal with it. You know, and, and some of our student-athletes will make some money. Others will not. You know, there's always the... Well, what if this guy's making more money than that guy because he has more social media followers, uh-huh. but the other guy's a better player than the other guy? You know, mm-hmm. like, does that create 
an uncomfortable situation in the locker room. Like, there, there are those kinds of unintended consequences that are potentially going to happen. Uh, you know, I think a lot of people will tell you that there's not as much opportunity out there as everybody thinks. You know, there's a handful of student-athletes that are going to do well, and the other was it won't change that much. That might be the case. You know, you look at, you know, how many, what do we have, five Big Ten players of the year in our department? You know, yeah. is, it, mm-hmm. is it those players? Is it, you know, always going to be the quarterback of the football team and the best guy on the basketball team? Yeah. I mean, who knows? I mean, you know, what filter through the entire roster what? of of the primary sports? I, I don't know. I mean, it could. Here, here's we'll my see. my biggest problem, Coach, in that what is to stop uh, Coach A from uh, when he's recruiting a, an athlete saying, not only are you going to be able to play for me and we're in the top ten every single year, but I have already lined up an endorsement deal with uh, uh, Adam Chevrolet for $1 million every year that you stay at this university and uh, sign here? Well, the problem with that is, now, we know a lot of coaches do a lot of things they're not allowed to do, <laughs> but they're not, we're, not, we're not allowed to do that, okay? But, but the, 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 the thought process is logical. And it could ultimately be a reality. Now, a million dollars is probably too much, but it could be a substantial amount of money. And it could also impact a student-athlete's desire to go to, to go to college rather than go to the G League mm-hmm. uh, option or that other league that's starting. Uh, so you're right into thinking that, you know, the money could be a factor in, A, picking the school, and, B, staying at the school. But we're not allowed to say uh, that you come here, we have a certain amount of money. Now, we all know what will happen is the prospects will ask the players, how much did you make? And the players will probably tell them the truth. Mm -hmm. And at some places, it's going to be more than others. And perhaps at some places, it could be astronomically more than others. Mm -hmm. I mean, and you're right. I mean, it could be a billionaire that is a fan of a team and just what's it going to take? Uh, so it's, it's not the college athletic system and the, and the ideal of amateurism that we all, I think always appreciated. I think mm-hmm. there's a certain element of fans who love college basketball. These are kids that are, you know, they're, they're competing you know, on a Sunday afternoon on CBS against Ohio State, and then, you know, Monday morning they're going to be taking a test, and, and then Monday night they have to write a, you know, a 12-page paper that's mm-hmm. due Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to play Michigan State, by the way, which might be on the road. There's, you know, as opposed to, you know, watching Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, who are making $200 million each, show up and compete in the NBA. It's, it was always a different kind of situation. But uh, it may it may keep more players in school. You know, I'll, I'll stay around. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm making enough money. Yeah. You know, because you're dealing with a situation now where you look at a, you look at a, a player and he's like, well, do I go? I'm not guaranteed to go in the first round, but I might get a two way. Do I go for a two way? 
or they might stay. Mm-hmm. Turn the two-way down. Of course, then the NBA could always turn around and, 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 and guarantee a two-way and a larger number. You know, so there's things that constantly change. Uh, but the reality is, I mean, college basketball is here to stay. It will look different. It will be different. And we'll adjust. And we'll still work really hard to, at least I can speak for myself and my staff and our institution, continue to do things the right way. Yes, we'll hire a company. We're going to do that. Mm-hmm. And yes, they will advise and teach our guys how to intelligently market themselves, make money within the NCAA rules as they're written. So your suggestion that others will do it differently is a very accurate prediction because that will happen. And that might put us at somewhat of a disadvantage, but that's okay because we're not going to cut corners and we're we're not going to, uh, you know, violate the rules. It's not how we operate. Good to know. So, Fran, as far as the transfer portal, um, I when it came, I was all for it, and in many ways, I still am for it. I think it does have good intent. But I'm reading more and more stories now of college coaches saying off the record, not really attaching their names to it, saying, "Hey, I'm not recruiting high school kids anymore. I'm staying strictly in the portal." Do you see that lasting? Can that formula last, or do you think this is sort of a temporary thing, given with the pandemic and all the the restrictions that were relaxed and whatever? Do you see the portal being this big of a factor every year from moving forward now? And can that strategy work? Yeah, and can that strategy work? Yeah, I would say yes and yes. It's not it's not one that I'm going to utilize in the short run. We will use the portal to the extent that we need to help our basketball team. All right. So look at it this way. We, you know, we're still going to recruit high school kids mm-hmm. and try to get them to say yes. Uh, but then at the end of the, at the end of the year, a lot of coaches are saying, okay, I'm going to expect 50% of my roster to turn over. Now I don't, but it could. Okay. So if, if you're, flipping your roster every year, you sign some early, you sign some late. I don't like the idea of I'm just going to wait and use the portal. Because I will tell you, that could work, and it might work, and it has worked for some, Mm -hmm. but it's also a disaster for others. Mm -hmm. Because now you get six new faces, all of whom think they're getting all the shots, and it's going to be so much better than where they were. Mm -hmm. But the same player that they were where they left. So now you're going to go to a new place and think it's going to be so much better. Then all of a sudden you have a team with no chemistry and they can't win. And then they leave again or they blame the coach or they fire the coach. Did- so, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting. Uh, but the other side of your question was, do you see this as a short-term pandemic thing? No, no. The portal is here to stay. Uh, you know, it started with the grad transfer rule, which was a horrendous rule. And if you said that publicly, you, you got absolutely destroyed. And if you say that you're against the transfer portal situation, you know, you'll have people, you know, criticize you mm-hmm. and, and call you every name in the book. But the disappointing thing with the transfer portal is this. The rule was intended to be a one-time exception which is the way it is in every other sport. I think it's football, 
men's basketball, women's basketball, ice hockey. I think that's it. Uh, but everybody else can transfer. I think baseball. I think that you can transfer one time immediately mm-hmm. and be eligible. Mm-hmm. That was kind of the rule for all the other non-revenue sports. So it's like, well, why can it be this way and, and not the other way? You know, and I get that. Uh, it, 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 you know, but what what's happening now is, so you can transfer one time, then you can transfer again if you want a grad transfer. And in the meantime, if you uh, request a waiver, you can maybe transfer a third time. So the rule is not turning out to be what it was supposed to be. Like, Pat, you just said, I was kind of in favor of the rule. I, I kind of thought it was a good rule. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's a it's a sense of fairness, and it, you know, it, it gives some of the power back to the student athlete because most of the NCAA rules were written originally to favor the institutions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let's give a little more leverage to the student athlete. That makes sense. But now, what you've done is you've you've encouraged tampering. And how do you even define tampering anymore? Mm-hmm. And they basically said, we're not even going to enforce that. How can you? And once you open up the floodgates, it affects other rules and how people do business. Yeah, yeah. And, and so what's going to happen is there's going to be a ton of student-athletes who transfer for the wrong reasons and find out it's way worse yeah. where, they, where they are than where they were. You're going to have a, you know, a handful of student-athletes. Like right now, I still think there's like 300, 350 uh, student athletes in the transfer portal. Nobody wants them. And wow. the truth is, if they put their name in the portal, you don't have to take them back. Wow. Hmm. You know, so so you, then you have, you know, you go back to the name, image, and likeness thing. It's like, all right, you know, a guy like Luca Garza, Zion Williamson, these guys should be able to make money. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be as many people, you know, it's not going to be as many people as you think. But, Guys, I spent most of my career coaching at, at the mid-major level. Those kids just wanted, wanted to go to school for free and get an education and, you know, be productive members of society. They're not worried about, you know, can I make a few extra dollars? It's like, you know, can I get my bills paid? Because mm-hmm. otherwise I can't go to school. You, know, you forget, like, how many thousands of basketball players that are poor that made something of themselves because they got a basketball scholarship yeah. to go to college. You know, everybody's Super worried cool. about Zion Williamson. I'm not worried about him. He's fine. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm worried about Tizzo Johnson, who I recruited and coached at UNC Greensboro. He just wanted to get a degree and find a job, be a good man. You know, there's so many people that I've coached over the years. They're all doing great. They're playing the pros. They weren't going to play in the pros. They played college basketball. They traveled around the world. They got to see stuff they wouldn't have got to see. They grew as people, met their wife, and and now they're they have children. And then you know some some of these guys I'm now recruiting their children. <laughs> you know, I recruited Kenyon Murray and I recruited his two boys. That's a good yeah. Let's shift over to your roster. Let's. How how are you guys doing health wise, Fran? Um, I know Joe and we're banged up, Pat. We're banged up. Uh, you got, you know, Connor's out, Eulis is out, Toussaint is back playing, uh, Bohannon is out, 
I got Chris Murray out right now with a with a slightly pulled hammy. Mm. Uh, the other guys are 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 in there grinding. Uh, we're lifting right now, actually, and uh, we got a skill development session later. Then I'll probably do a little open gym. But uh, you know, the good news is we got you know we got the new guys: Peyton Sanford, Riley Mulvey, Philip Rebecca. He's here. Those guys are here. Uh, you know, and it's an opportunity for Keegan, Chris, Patrick. Tony, uh, to kind of see an expanded role for themselves. Joshua Gundelay, he's getting in shape. He's looking better. I've seen that. Uh, yeah, so he's he's coming. He's coming. Now, he, we still need to peel a little bit more weight off him because you'll really start to see his athleticism because he can run and he can jump and he's long. You know, but when you're overweight, it slows you down. Mm-hmm. It, 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 for him, it was more a function of stamina than it was athletic power. He could play heavier. Some guys can play heavier, but they can't sustain it, and that was his issue. And, Fran, looking at Connor, when you look at his baseball situation, I mean, I'm not sure how to – are you worried that he's not going to ever get the chance in college to show what he can do just because of the way the game – it comes after basketball. I get it. I mean, he's a starter, key player for you, but it just seems like it's going to be hard for him – to show what he can do in baseball, it is. It is. You know, and his. You know, his. I mean, his window is. Is you know, when you look at your window, everybody's window changed. Mm-hmm. When, when I say window, is window to playing professionally, but more importantly, being a really good player for Coach Heller in Iowa. You know, a lot of those kids came back. They were going to go into the draft and go play professionally. They all came back. Mm-hmm. You know, Benny Norman had a spectacular year. You know, guys like him, uh, you know, so he had a really good fall two years ago, Connor. It was did. really exciting. We had a good basketball team. Our season gets canceled. Their season gets canceled right after, so he doesn't play. He played that summer, you know, in that red top league, did really mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Killed it last fall. Then he has the, the hip surgeries, so he couldn't play for this year's team, which I think he knew it was going to be a good team, and he was really excited to try to help them get to the tournament. They came so close. So he's missed two seasons. Now he fully plans to play next year. Good. But you're right, Pat. I mean, he'll play when the season's over, which, which you know, I think limits how potentially good he could be. But, uh, you know, he's good enough to play. You know, does, it, does his window for the professional ranks close? The older you get, it, it, it baseball is a lot like basketball. Like the older you get, the less chance you have to get drafted. Mm-hmm. You know, he had an opportunity to be drafted a couple of years ago and, and opted to come back. So, you know, because what they do is they they call you and they say, hey, "We're going to take you. This is this is your slot. This is how much. And do you want to do it or do you want to wait?" And he decided he wanted to wait because he wanted to play both, mm-hmm. and uh, and then didn't get a chance. So that's. It's disappointing because he loves baseball, he loves this team, and he loves playing in Iowa. But, uh, you know, so we'll see. I mean, he'll play for us next year. He'll play for them. And uh, you know, hopefully it'll be a good experience in, on both fronts. Fran, I wonder, maybe it's just me, but are more athletes having hip surgeries, injuring hips? It seems like I've read it not just here, but nationwide it seems like I'm seeing more and more cases. Is, is this just a coincidence, or what do you think? I don't think it's a coincidence. What, the way it was explained to us is, is, is it's more prevalent in boys okay. that start early and 
you know, the joints where, where, where your labrum's attached, uh, it becomes like a a square trying to fit into a round circle. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then it starts fraying the, the labrum on both sides. But that's what happened to A.J. Greaves, what happened to yeah. Jordan, is what happened to Connor. You know, and then, you know, seeing a lot of guys that played that are now in their, you know, in their 40s and 50s are getting hip, hip replacements earlier because they were active athletes mm-hmm. as a young youngster. And, you know, Connor, of course, played two sports his whole life. So it's unfortunate because, you know, you know, towards the end of the year, he was in pain, uh, but he was able to play through it. But he's no way he could have made it through the baseball season. So I do think it's more prevalent, but I also think they're getting better at repairing them. Okay. Uh, you know, so I, I, we're real lucky. You know, we've got folks here that really know what they're doing. So, uh, Coach, are you are you confident that uh, Connor's going to be ready to roll by the time uh, you know by the time the conference comes around, and, and even the non-conference? Do you think he's going to be physically able to play a big role on this team? Yeah, I, I would think I would expect him to be full go by September one. Okay. So he'll miss he'll miss these eight weeks, but like he's. He does stuff. He does pool workouts. He rides the bike. He does yoga. Uh, you know, he'll do some form shooting. Uh, he just can't run right right now or play. The pounding he couldn't have. So, uh, but by then he should be fine. Got a couple more questions for you, Coach. We really appreciate your time. But as, how's Patrick doing? I mean, I saw him a couple of weeks ago, and I, I he just looks like he's in as good a shape as. He's been in. You can see the muscle definition coming. I mean, he's really got a chance to have a big year for you. He does. He's, you know, Pat. He's really working hard. I mean, he's in the gym all the time. He's playing very well. And you're right. He's much stronger. Yeah. He was two hundred three the other day. We're trying to get him to about two ten, two twelve, if we can. We're trying to put another eight to ten pounds on him this summer. I mean, he's really been diligent with his lifting. Uh, he also does some pool workouts. He's got a little. Patella tendonitis going on right now, so we get, we're just watching that. Uh, I'm excited for he and Keegan and Chris to, to take the foreign tour yeah, overseas. We're supposed to go to Switzerland. Switzerland's still closed. They're going to shift, I think, to London. I hope nothing you know goes wrong there. It's going to be a great experience for for those guys. They're, you know, they're going to you know they're going to play for either Larry Brown or Jim Beheim in all in all likelihood. And uh, I think they're excited to go together. They're, they've been buddies for a long time. Mm-hmm. They, they get along really well. And all three of them are going to have expanded roles this year. So oh, no question. Uh, our team can't go this summer because uh, we haven't been cleared to go. Uh, and we'll probably take our foreign trip next year. So I'm excited for them. I'm excited for Patrick. And he's in the gym all the time. That's good to hear. And that's where he should be. You know, speaking of Keegan, I... <laughs> I know I'm not a big hype guy, but I've already seen two 22 mock drafts that have him going in the first round, friend. And I'm not, but that just kind of shows you the world we live in right now. I mean, I think Keegan's got a chance to play in the NBA. I think he's got a chance to be a great player. But is it hard? Do you sometimes have to talk to these kids about, or does Keegan do a good job of ignoring some of all this hype and mock drafts and stuff like that? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think he pays any attention to it. I shouldn't say that. We know that he pays attention to it to a degree. Sure. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't become obsessed with it. Okay, uh, he's not that kind of person. 
either as his dad, mom, or his brother. Uh, I think anybody that works hard to accomplish the things that he accomplished, you know, feels really good to be recognized sure. the way he is. Wow, the pros think I'm, I'm, I'm close to being ready. You know, I mean, I've, I've gotten calls about him. I get calls about our guys all the time. They all want to know about him. Uh, you know, he's an easy sell because he's zero maintenance and he's an incredible worker and got a great attitude. I think you're going to see him uh, with all the stuff he did last year really well. I think you're going to see him shoot the ball outside from three-point range. He's always been a good three-point shooter. He'll be more confident and he'll be pulling more from out there. And, uh, you know, if you had a front line of the Murrays and Patrick, those guys are going to shoot some three. They're, they're good three-point shooters, even though last year they didn't put up great numbers. But the way they've been working, the way they've been shooting, the way they've always been able to shoot, I think you'll see see that part of their games uh, really expanded. I got one last question for you. When Jordan kind of announced that he was moving over to shooting guard because this is Joe's offense now, which I thought was a real cool gesture. Obviously, you have to approve all that stuff. I mean, that, how, did, how did that come about? I mean, did, did Jordan bring it up to you or whatever you could share on that? Because obviously the head coach has to decide what's best. Can you kind of talk about how that came to be? Well, I think it's pretty simple uh, from this standpoint, Pat. I mean, uh, you know, assuming Joe stays in the draft, Wieskamp that is, mm-hmm. Uh, and he may come back, and you know we're going to support him either way. I mean, it's just a pleasure to coach Joe Wieskamp. We'd love to have him back. Sure. But you know he had a good workout yesterday uh, with the Spurs. You know, so things did he did well there. Uh, so he you know he may stay, and I think I think somebody's going to like him. But you know with losing Luca, and and if Joe doesn't come back, and if Jordan left. You know, now you're talking about a lot of threes that we yeah. made last year that we're not going to have back. Yep. So when you know when when Jordan decided to come back, it was like, well, we need you to make make your ninety threes. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm never going to say he's never going to play point. He might. Sure, sure. But but our focus was more. What does this team need? We need you to go make ninety threes. And he's all in. You know, like it had to be for him, and that's why I appreciate him. Mm-hmm. Love the way he handled all this. It's like you know what, you know, I recognize what our team needs. You know, we've we've got some other guys that can play that position, and uh, we've got a need over here. Now we still got you know Tony that plays the two. Tony can also play the one. We still mm-hmm. got Peyton Sample. We got Connor that can play one and two. So we've got a lot of options to go. Uh, in that direction, but at the end of the day, you know, I want I want Jordan firing, and, and he's comfortable with that. He's always been good at that, and uh, you know, I think Joe T's ready to, you know, kind of take that next step as well. Okay, I have one last question. I lied. Um, uh, Tyler Cook, I just I'm so happy for him, his NBA success. I just think I saw on Twitter he bought his mom a car. I mean, just talk about yeah. the patience, the perseverance, just the fact that it looks like Tyler's going to have some long term success in the NBA. You know what, Pat? One of my favorite people that I've ever been associated with in all my years, and I, and I think that's a big statement because sure. I've been very fortunate. Uh, I have a very unique and special relationship with his mom and dad, who I just think the world of. And and if 
you know, if you get to know Tyler, you know, look no further than his mom and dad, Trent and Stephanie, for, for why he's the way he is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, okay. I wasn't surprised he bought his mom a new car. Uh, you know, I actually called and busted his chops. I said, you know, what, what are you getting from my man Trent? <laughs> yeah, that's coming, coach. It's coming. <laughs> but, uh, you know, he just he just kept grinding. He developed his game. He's figured it out. He's really smart. I mean, the thing about Tyler Cook, you know, you look at him and say, boy, this big, strong kid is a great athlete. He's so athletic. Yeah, he is. But he's also really smart. And And that, I think, has been one of the main reasons he's been able to carve his way into that league and prove that he's going to stay. You know, the, the reality is it's really hard to get there, but it's easier to get there than stay there. Mm-hmm. And and he's figured that out. I'm in. I'm in for the duration. It's a great story. And I'm thrilled for him. Great story. That's I awesome. loved him when he was here, man. He always yep. treated the media yep. with so much respect. Well, Fran, listen, we appreciate it. I do have one more question for Fran that okay. I think is very important to address. Okay. Um, since it's the hot topic, uh, you're going to go see Connor play this, this spring at Banksfield. Is there a chance... We'll see Coach Fran knocking back a couple of adult beverages in the stands now that you can. Oh, yeah. I forgot to ask you about that. Yeah, the alcohol sales. <laughs> well, here's the thing with me, and, I, and I'm, I'm, I know I'm in the minority. I don't drink. Oh, you and Captain Steve. So, yeah. You, don't, you will not see me knocking down some adult beverages. If some people choose to do so, you know, I go right ahead. Uh you know, so so that announcement to me really had, quite honestly, had zero impact. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, I just to trust the people I work for, and and uh, you know, I just always want our fans to have the kind of experience that they should have when they get here. So yep. that's all I'm rooting for. Okay, makes sense, Coach. Hey, Fran, appreciate your time. As right, usual, guys. enjoy the summer, and we'll be in touch, sir. Hopefully, we can do it again soon. All right, thanks, Fran. Look forward to it, guys. All right, bye. Okay, Suter. What? So he says he doesn't. Drink, I knew. I knew that. And he didn't you drink. don't disparage him because he's not at the tailgates. <laughs> so, so what? And I don't disparage you. <laughs> and then you, you also called me the b-word. And then also, Suter, Tom, you and I drink enough to make up for Captain and Fran, don't we? We do. Yeah, there you it's go. A, we cancel you guys it's out. It's a counterbalance. <laughs> I knew though that Fran didn't drink. I'd yeah, been told I guess that I didn't before. know that. Yeah, I'd been told that before. Yeah. Yeah, okay. But like he said, if it's going to help the viewing experience at um, Carver, what I think is interesting, you could tell Fran's definitely frustrated with a lot of stuff, but he's also saying, hey, you've got to um, learn to live with it. And I'm going to adapt. We've got to learn to figure out a way to adapt and survive, and that's really all you can do. That's what I kind of gathered from his conversation. God, but we're still so- – the injuries – now, Aaron Euless' injury was to his wrist, correct? I believe so, yes. Toussaint's was minor ankle, but he's back. But he said Connor, or Patrick has a little patella problem? Yes. Okay, and Connor, I mean... And yeah, that I, Chris has a little uh, hamstring. Hamstring issue, which those can be nagging. They can. And those are the kind of things where often, if you don't wait long enough, you can hurt it worse. Of course, I would think that if it were a real problem, Chris wouldn't be doing anything overseas yeah, no, they'll have, it, they'll have it all taken care of. If, if he is still hurting, he won't play. I mean, yeah, sure. They're not going to put him at risk. Interesting, though, and this is no knock on Luca, but we had a whole conversation with Fran and didn't mention Luca. 
No, we didn't. I mean, we're kind of moving on. I mean, you got to move on well, a little bit. Well, that's right. Know? I guess we didn't. Um, and it sure sounded like uh, Joe's going to st- stick. It's, there's a chance he's going to he come back. He always leaves it open. I mean, what you have to do, but it. Yeah. I mean, I've been hearing, and we. this is no news. We've been saying this for a long time, that we believe he's going to stay in the draft. I yes. Mean, and if that's what he wants, which is obviously what he wants, the second time in three years he's explored Then the that's draft. what he should do. That's what he should do. And I think Fran is okay. I think Fran is adjusting to that. He'll, that is one thing. Fran adjusts. He doesn't dwell on something. He just lives in the moment, and he just moves on. He's kind of like Ferentz in that regard. And you like me. I don't dwell on You don't on, dwell on anything. You don't no. look for trouble. You just, no. You're like an old mule with blinders I mean, yes. on. Well, yes. You don't let outside distractions get to you. No. You're not opinionated. No. You don't prejudge. I go along, get along. <laughs> is that your motto? Sure it is. Hayden's was Hayden. What was a little hitch in the get along? You call uh-huh. me a pussy. But no, that I, I, in that respect, I always I always enjoy that stuff. Listening to Fran talk about name, image, likeness. I mean, it's. it's good I mean, stuff. we could have talked about nothing like that. I mean, nothing but that the whole time. But they're going to be if if the NCA or something doesn't. I got the impression that Fran thinks something's going to change here soon, to where it's going to be maybe. But I don't know how is that. Gonna but how are they going to do that? Do it state by state. That's right. I mean, they've already washed their hands and said it's up to the states. Maybe they're not going. Maybe he's hearing that they're gonna they're gonna stop washing their hands a bit and be, try to come more involved. I don't know. To me, that's. I can't believe I'm asking for more NCA involvement with yeah. something. But I think in this case, you need it. I do too. I really do. But well, we could have talked to Fran. It's eleven o'clock forever. It's a, yeah. No, we could have. We, and he's always great. Thank you, Matt Weitzel, for arranging that. And um, but yeah, we just need that team to get healthy. We need Connor to get healthy. Yeah, I mean, I, one thing I wanted to ask him is if if he saw Connor's role changing. I don't think it will at all this year. I don't, I don't either. I don't think it can because he yeah. does so much anyway. And the only other stuff that he doesn't do, I'm not sure. I mean, like Fran said, Connor can play point guard some. He can. He fill can. Connor's better off though, in my opinion, when he's playing that. I could see Connor playing Wieskamp's position a little bit next year. Now you're not going to get the three point shooting, but Connor's as good a defender. He's a, probably a, he's a better passer. I could see, and because people have asked me, I predicted my starting lineup. I think it's Rabraka, Connor, Toussaint, Keegan, and um, Bohannon. I know that's a short lineup, but you've got you you'd have six nine, six nine, six five, six one, and six foot. I think that's that that's my prediction. It is a and short lineup. Patrick, the first player off the bench. If they go taller, maybe Pat. I don't think F- Philip Rebrock is coming here to not start. I just don't see him. Oh, not I, I agree with you. And these, there's been a lot of people that have said, "Well, Connor will probably come off the bench next year." No, Connor's not going. You don't got to take a two-year starter and all of a sudden just make him a bench player without any proven players beating him out. I mean, they don't have a lot of proven commodities on this roster right now. And as far as outside no, shooters don't. other than Bohannon, they got nobody. There's nobody on this team right now other than Bohannon that I would say That's is That's an established three-point three point shooter. shooter. Keegan Murray's not. Patrick McCaffrey. Nope. Now, they could be. That's the next. Like Fran says, Keegan's really working on his perimeter game. That's what he needs to do. That's the next step in taking his game to another level. And if, if Keegan and Patrick McCaffrey can become somewhat consistent three-point shooters, watch out. That will be huge. Because I do think Chris Murray's going to be able to make some threes. Because that's got to be our biggest concern right now. Oh, without well, Fran kind of said it. Yeah, I mean, did. yes, he did. They're moving Bohannon to shooting guard because they need somebody to make three. The yes. problem Jordan's going to find out, though, he's not going to have CJ, more than likely Wieskamp, Nunji, and Garza to spread the floor. 
Spreading the floor is so huge. It's going to be hard. For, they're going to have. Do you think they get more screening for him? I think, yeah. Don't if, you think they I have think to? They'll adjust. I think they'll adjust scheme wise. Yeah, I think they're going to. They're going to have to. But at some point, though, they just need some of these unproven guys to. All of a sudden, Tony. They need Tony Perkins to come out next year and show that he can make three pointers. Yeah. Yeah, uh, they need, there's a lot of uncertainty. Well, and that's going to be part of his path to more playing time too. Oh, without question, because yeah. you know he can defend. Yeah, you know he can defend. But that's what I wrote a column the other day. If Peyton Sanford can come in and make threes, he'll play. He'll, I don't care. He how, will play. I don't care if he struggles on defense. I don't. And I looked at his stats at one. He shot. He only missed two free throws during his senior year regular season, and he shot forty percent from three point range. He can shoot. If he can make threes, he will play next year. Now that's a big if. Yeah. But it, I mean. I had when I wrote that, people were like, "Well, what if he can't defend?" I'm like, "I don't care. They'll figure out a way to make him a, a serviceable defender, and they'll take whatever struggles he has if he's making three point shots for them." Hello, Pat. What's your starting lineup if Wieskamp comes back? Wieskamp, Connor, Rabraka, Keegan, uh, Bohannon, and Toussaint are going to start. Toussaint's their starting point guard. Yeah. Bohannon's not coming back here, so I, Bohannon's not going to go to the bench. I think Keegan Murray would go to the bench before Bohannon. You know, and I and I um, so yeah, no, I think it would be Rabraka, Wieskamp, Connor, Bohannon, and Toussaint, and then Keegan Murray and Patrick McCaffrey, the first two guys. You don't bench. have much if, rebounding there if either. Wieskamp, if Wieskamp comes back, it's not much rebounding either. What would that be? Well, you'd be six nine, six six, six six. Yeah, that would be it, six one, six six foot. Yeah, it'd be tough. I, it'd be tough, but I just, I just, do you see Jordan Bohannon not starting? Boy, I don't know. I think he may be in a situation where either Connor or Jordan has to. I think ideally, I can't. See, I think ideally, I can't see either one of them not starting. But if Wieskamp came back, to me, the best front line would be Keegan Wieskamp and Rob. Yes, maybe indeed. I'm wrong in just inserting Robrocka. I just think Robrocka's going to start. I, I do too. And I just don't see Connor as a fifth-year senior, best passer on the team, multiple starts under his belt, being relegated to the bench. I just can't see it. But that's a good question, though. There's a it lot. Is. If we can't comes back, that I mean, that will change some things. I mean, here we are talking about. And I think it's hard for some people to visualize Keegan Murray coming off the bench again because some people have him going in the first round in the twenty-two draft. You know? Well, and fair enough. Yeah, I mean, it's and it's, if he's that good and he's not good enough to start, yeah. So then you know, we should have a hell of a team. Yeah, I mean, it's one thing. It's going to be an intriguing team. I wrote a yes. column the other day. I'm more intrigued by this team right now than I am impressed by it. I mean, I need to see something before I can. Say oh, it. for sure. But it's very intriguing. I mean, we don't know who's going to score. No. We the three pointer. We don't know who's going to rebound. I mean, with Iowa football, you have an idea how they're. I mean, you got Tyler Goodson. You know what's Iowa basketball right now. There's too many question marks. Way too many question marks without Garza. And you know, if if they the injury bug keeps happening, you know, then it'll delay the development of some of these players. And yeah, he said we're banged up, and he yeah. was right. I mean, a third of the roster is is out right now. So, but I guess if you're going to be injured, now's the time to be injured. This so, is true. But no, that was, I always enjoyed talking to Fran. This was a fun week. I mean, Gary Grauwinkel. Yeah. I mean, I yep. enjoyed these interviews, and now it's just a matter of staying cool. Are we done? I'd say we're done. Captain, you ready to call it a day? Done. We got police reports. Oh, that's right. You and Tommy are just, you're just, Gage, ga- you're. You're, you're nowhere close to being done. Not even close. Okay, uh, thanks to Fran McCaffrey for joining us and uh, hawkfanatic.com. Check it out. It's free. From the-